1: Y'all's the hater on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I have me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hater on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. I used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest
0: podcast ever.
1: The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever, ever. We are back <laughs> Episode 145 Da Of the realest podcast ever I'm your host C. Diddy
0: i Matt Makes Me Sick
1: Hello Matthew Took me a second Um, We are back uh, Matt's experiencing a little crash right now From his uh, pre-workout regimen I'm trying to sugar up <laughs> Yeah, you're trying to uh, Yeah Trying to get trying to get that sugar going. Uh, Might gotta find Matt some tussin or something. Let that tussin get down. Shit is crazy, the man. The bone wake you up. The lid AF is just not around, so they
0: the um. Oh, so you gotta supplement with another supplement. Well, I normally do lid AF. It's a uh, three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Okay, but it, it like it, it it constantly hits you. Like you'll get a little bit every like thirty oh, like, minutes. It's
1: like uh, it's like a powdered like a, a release. Release schedule. And the, uh
0: so that shit is like literally all of the uh, distribution centers apparently are on back row because I went to like four different GNTs Dang. and none of them had a shit. I was at the drone the other day over at uh you know KOP. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, man, that shit is like not around right Dang. now. So he was like, We got this drone called woke AF. He's like, it's just as good, it's actually a little stronger. He's like, Um, depending on how you handle caffeine, it uh it hits you because it's 330 milligrams. So and he was like, it hits you instantly. And depending on how you handle caffeine, you'll feel a little bit of a crash. And I've felt a crash, a lot of, a
1: lot of bit of crash. <laughs> like this shit is crazy. Yeah, it's like it's like you sold you sold me on all of the features, but you didn't tell me that the car was prone to uh, flat tires every week. Yeah, it's like uh, I told you yesterday. I straight took a nap.
0: Like I, I was yeah. just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna continue taking this. I'm gonna just go and try to find some some regular lit. Yeah, this is this is not it. Like,
1: but I'm here. I'm. A, Thug it out Ain't yeah. know what they say. We are here man It's uh What today is Monday the 19th of April Yo April Literally went from The 2nd to the 15th <laughs>
0: Like overnight hey, Yo literally There were no days in this like, And
1: this is with all Our nonsense going yeah, on Like it's just straight Power through uh, Just real quick before we get started with everything uh, Some administrative stuff uh, Make sure you visit the website officialtrpe.com We are live, everything is up there uh, The most recent videos are up there The most recent audio is up there uh, The Patreon is uh, Link for the Patreon is up there so you can go through there Check through all of our stuff Decide, hey, I like these guys I want to sign up to the Patreon and give them some money To do more of what they do My Y'all Weirder of the Week is wrapped around the Patreon Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, so that, um, the only thing right now. Okay. So merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. So once upon I a time. guess that can be y- 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 y'all weird of <laughs> yeah, week. So y'all weird starting it off. Once upon a time, a week ago, <laughs> we <laughs> had a merch store. <laughs> it was recommended by the, the godfather of, uh, the, the godfather of TRPE, Justin Emery. So it was, it was. a re- right there? <laughs> Should have shown you. It was recommended by him. So. Me and Justin sat on the phone, not this past Friday, the following Friday, created the TRPE website, put the merch store up and did like seven other things for the podcast, like over two, a two hour period. Mm-hmm. Like, we were working very efficient considering the fact that he was high out of his fucking money. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, he's fried out of his mind. But we got a lot of work done. It was very productive. So thank Sounds you for that. Right. So he's like, yo, I was like, so who are the merch arms that we can use that's going to do drop shipping? We don't got to worry about it. We just put the designs up and go. He's like, you got TeePublic and you got DesignTree. I'm like, alright, pros and cons of both. He's like, TeePublic literally has freaking everything. You got, uh, like, you know, you can create all types of tapestries and wall posters and mugs and coffee cups and all this stuff like and you can put it on a zillion different colorways of the product blah 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 t public is the way to go but if you're not selling a ton of merch they don't give a f about you they're probably going to not pay you any attention and if you ever have a problem they're never getting back to you with any sort of time i'm like all right, cool. So that's that one. He was mm-hmm. like, I was like, so what's the other one? He's like, the other one is Design Tree. He was like, Fourth and John uses Design Tree, a couple other podcasts, whatever like that. They're local to the Philly area. You can get somebody on the phone, stuff like that. He was like, but in order, you can't set up your own store. You have to email them your designs, and then they set the store up for you. Okay. So in the interest of, like, speed and efficiency, I said, all right, I'm going to go with the one where they have more products I can set up my own store. Boom. So I set up the store with T public. So we're on our second store now, <laughs> both of which have been taken down. Right. The first time we got our store taken down for unspecified violation of terms and conditions. They never stated what it was. Keep in mind, I emailed them a week ago, Tuesday, okay, saying, Hey, you took my store down basically based on some unspecified violation of terms and conditions, which I don't know what it was, but you didn't state it, so I definitely don't know what it was. Yes. Give me a reason if you can't put my store back up. Or if there is a reason and some of the product violated something, whatever, whatever, which was nothing offensive, no naked ladies on, that, nothing crazy, just words. If it's not, then put the store back up. Nothing. Radio silence. So, pro- so around Saturday, I say, you know what? This is taking entirely too long. Like people want merch, blah blah blah. People have hit me, hit you. We trying to buy merch, da da da. Your merch link right. not working on your website. Everything else works. This don't work. So I put another store up because I have multiple TRPE emails, uh, and I was able to put the store back up. All of that. So the first time we sold about twenty products over the weekend. This time between Saturday and last night we sold about ten products. I wake up this morning, store is taken down. So even i even ordered stuff because i wanted to have stuff here to show people hey this is the stuff we have blah 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 in the event that the store survived it didn't (laughs) in the event that the store didn't survive now it becomes memorabilious (laughs) and i have it here in person and you know you can't really get it but i can at least show another designer this is what the other people were producing can you do stuff like this also So as of now, we have no merch store. Um, we have hit a fork in the road where we're either going to have to a, go to Design Tree, email them all the designs, get them to put the store up at whatever point. In all honesty, it's a very like dialed down website. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, it's not. It, it doesn't make me excited to buy nothing when I go there. Right. When you go to T Public, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy some shit. Like right. it. It looks. It's. It looks inviting. It's bright. They got all of the different click-through stuff. It's very user-friendly. It's mm-hmm. perfect. They charge an arm and a leg for shipping, though. Like, they beat yeah, you. Yeah, I've heard they that. They smoke you on the shipping. Like, 35% off all designs shipping, $12.99 for yeah. six to eight days shipping. So, it's pretty bad. So, it's either that or we're going to have to go to DJ Marty G's uh, busy boo route and start producing our own merchandise. Philly versus everybody. Exactly. We're to have to Philly versus everybody, the situation, start producing our own merch. Um, which in, involves a lot of work because you have m- monetary investment, production, and then you have the order fulfillment, which is baggies, labels, shipping out the orders. That stuff is a headache. Yeah. Uh I didn't want to particularly have to deal with that because it's 2021 and who wants to deal with that? But it's going to either come to either one or the other or a combination of the two, which I'm thinking is probably going to be see some hybrid combination of the two things slapped together. And uh, but either way, we appreciate you y'all's support. We appreciate all the people that are, you know, being active, supporting the Patreon, buying merch, going to the website, et cetera, et cetera. We got to get the merch the merch thing figured out. Give me a week or give me till the end of week and I'll have it all uh, figured out and I'll have an announcement on all the platforms and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Patreon, we are 20. Go to the Patreon real quick. Yeah, we're like 25.7% to our goal. Oh, I was going to say, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, we about? have like 20, 258 people on the Patreon. Yes, 258 right now. On the Patreon, see who the
0: new people are on this thing.
1: And uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, you want to do some shout outs to some of the new people,
0: the VIPs? Um, shout out Javi. Shout out to Maurice Duxon, Jacqueline, Phil. Shout out Phil. It's my man. Shout out Phil. Yeah. Um, I'll get you two dollar ass on it, Mister Parker. <laughs> the VIP. You know what I'm saying? Dominique E. You know what I mean? It's lit, man. My Y'all Weirder of the Week is wrapped around this Patreon. Okay. Y'all with your fake poor cards. Oh, man. Or your real poor cards <laughs> with your fake nonsense. Almost got us indicted for money laundering Definitely over this motherfucker. almost got us indicted. You want to talk about this? <laughs> yes, man. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
1: Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking
0: about?
1: So, yo. all right, so Patreon yo, has. Ridiculous, man. Patreon. Shout out Kenny, man. Yeah, man so Ken. me and Matt are sitting here thinking like, man, Patreon on that bullshit. <laughs> they trying to rob us. They trying to yo. oppress the black man. They see us having all this web traffic and they want to oppress us and hold on to our money that we created on a platform and we got bills and we got stuff to produce and we went full Malcolm X uh, on Patreon for the last week because it's just like, yo, we don't understand this. So, boom. We uh, set up, we had to put in the W-9. Boom. We uh, incorporated all of that. Boom. Put in the W-9 tax info. This is the information. Boom. This is the PayPal where we want the money to go. Why? Because PayPal is what, Matt? I don't know. An instant payout immediate. Oh, instant media. payout, it yes. Instant, like it seconds, yes. immediate. Like, oh, you got PayPal? All right, bad. I'm going to send you the bread. It's immediate. It's that. I can't snap, but it's that fast. So, we, yeah, there we there go. go. So, it's that quick. So, we elected due to PayPal. So we sign up to PayPal. It tells us we normally pay out on the 5th. Keep right. in mind, when I'm setting everything up, it's uh, the 5th. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, it's lit. We're going to get paid today. Then I get a message that says, an email that says, while I'm still on the platform on the computer, I get an email that says, yeah, uh, you just added your payment method. That's going to take us four days, four days to verify. So you ain't getting paid till the 9th at this time. I'm like... <sighs> all right, it's the 5th, get paid the ninth. all right, cool, I can deal with that, get to the end of the week, I get to the ninth at 8.13pm, which is the time when we could cash the money out, mm-hmm. just so happen to have uh, my, my MacBook Air handy, mm-hmm. I, lo- I log in, Patreon, boom, and I look and I go to cash out the money and it says... Your payment, your payout is subject to a 10 business day hold due to review by our standards and practices team. No, trust and. Trust, trust and guidelines. So yeah. Trust, which I've never even I didn't heard know of. there was a team. Trust and guidelines. Yeah. So trust and guidelines got a review to make sure that everything is on the up and up. Before we can get paid, even though the only reason that the money even exists is because we brought people to the platform that support us. But we got to go through scrutiny to get our money right. that we created, even though it's even ours, even though it's ours and you all didn't it, do anything. But technically, we collected the money. So it's ours until we give it to you yeah. and wait. So <laughs> And wait. So so they yeah. so they hit us with the it's going to be a 10 business day hold. At right. this point, I'm livid. So now I'm going full Karen. I'm emailing people. Yeah. I'm calling. I called them while I had Matt on the phone. Yeah, it was wild. Hold on. I'm about to call <laughs> hold these on. niggas. I'm about to call these <laughs> niggas. I will find out what's going on. Hold on. Only the find. Hello? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Hello? So, Hello? Hold on. <laughs> so I called Patreon. I might right. be like the ninth person in history yeah. to call Patreon. It's a one number, which I've never heard of. Right. At this point, when I see the number, I know there's nobody on the other end no. of this phone. Nobody's about to pick this up and say, hello, <laughs> 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 Patreon. <laughs> oh, you know that's not coming. nobody. No. So the phone rings out three, four times. Nice uh, Caucasian woman uh, picks up the phone uh, via voicemail mm-hmm. and says, hey, you've reached Patreon. If you have a request... Take your dumb ass to wwwpatreon yeah. backslash get the fuck out Take of here. Take your bitch ass to the internet like everybody else. to the internet because yeah. we're a digital company and nobody answers the phone here. Right, right. So now I'm back to square one. So at this point, this is Friday. No, this is Saturday morning now. Right. Because we talk Friday night. We talk again Saturday morning. So Saturday morning, we, talk, we go through all of this. I call. Yo, ain't nobody on the phone. You're like, oh, God. So now we just, now we wait. Yeah. So, all of these days go by. Me and you talk every day, multiple times a day. There is no money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up with the money? There is none. Did mm-hmm. they hit you back? No, they didn't. So, now... Okay, I'm going back to work. I guess I do got to go work overtime yeah. today. Okay. Yeah. So, now, the week... Friday come again. Right. Still no money. Saturday... Sunday, you automatically assume ain't no money coming on Saturday or Sunday. Me we went as
0: far as like we were we were like, yo, what other platforms gonna we get? like?
1: Yeah, we, like who else we was, uh, <laughs> Apparently
0: Podbean has a
1: patron platform? Like we was as about well.
0: to NWO to say my dog.
1: So finally, Monday comes and but I that, wake. Today, okay. yeah, Monday comes today, and I wake up to <laughs> uh, T Public telling me, "Get the fuck out of here for the second time, right, again, again." Oh, you thought you was slick. <laughs> oh, you thought you thought that we wouldn't recognize the TRPE because uh, you changed the logo. Yeah. Okay, you're you're out of here again.
0: Try to pull old fat <laughs> <Tried> chain Yeah, <laughs> exactly. nigga. We know it's <laughs> we know it's you. Yeah. So
1: you're out of here, and then I went to another email that says, "You have money." from patreon i'm like oh it's up so then i work backwards from the you have money email the wildest part of the
0: emails that is from himalaya yes yeah so
1: there's a so there's the paypal email you have money from patreon then there's the i work backwards and i see an email from himalaya support and i'm like i emailed himalaya a year ago about getting on the platform what is this Mm -hmm. so i look i'm thinking this oh hey stupid ass you finally approved to be on Himalaya We ain't gonna do nothing for you But you could pay for promo Something to that right. effect The Himalaya email Is for Patreon So apparently Himalaya Owns Patreon So Right What I've discovered In just getting this one email Is that all the major players Of the, the podcast industry All the early adopters in, They like, own everything They're all in cahoots They're all in cahoots They yeah. own everything And it's like Oh we're gonna provide This service When you hit me It was
0: like Yeah Himalaya sent me an email Saying the Patreon shit Got <laughs> released I'm like why the fuck did Himalaya
1: even <laughs> like pork Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? So yeah, so Himalaya owns Patreon in addition to their own platform and Who Knows What. Uh over the weekend I saw uh our guy Black Corey from uh One Fan Radio was tagging this uh podcast uh platform called odyssey come to find out they're owned by radio.com mm-hmm. which is now branching off the podcast stuff has gotten so big for them they're branching off the podcast thing into its own separate platform and income stream because it's its own platform and income stream so now it's no longer a part of radio.com it's a subsidiary of so there's odyssey i've shout out to him for that because now i've i've uh Sub- submitted us to go on Odyssey. Okay. we'll see what happens. Right, uh, and just the whole everything was weird. And the reasoning why? The, I wanna, yeah, this I want to get this right. This is my y'all weird. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to get this right. I want to use the exact specific language. Hi, so the email comes from Himalaya Support, but then in the email it has a, the little Patreon. Yeah. I, so just so you know, this is this is yeah. Patreon business. We're going to throw the little letterhead in there for yeah. you hi there thank you for your patience during our investigation in the words of my man Trav that uh used to be signed to, used to be signed the g unit once you start going on tv and using words that end in asian and yeah. agation and stuff like that it's like some law shit it's yeah. like some legal stuff yeah. i'm scared now
0: the, that, like, look the way it was coming <laughs> off was just like when i heard the trust and safety team <laughs> i'm
1: like what the fuck did what, we do? What do we do? <laughs> what happened? I'm like my 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 website is verified. My uh, Facebook is confirmed. My Twitter is con- my Twitter's confirmed. Instagram's not confirmed because Instagram tr- keeps trying to link one of my other accounts which I got to fix that. Uh, but I'm like all of my stuff is like Universal. Universal. It's aligned. It's all. It mm-hmm. all matches up. So it says, Thank you for your patience during our investigation. When we detect a suspicious individual attempting to make a pledge to you, occasionally your funds may become frozen so that we can double-check your account security and make sure there is no compromise of your account. Everything appears to be in order, and the hold has been lifted from your account. If you would like to perform a manual payout immediately on your balance, you can do so now by following the path income Payout balance, withdrawal balance. If you see a zero balance, that means your patrons have not been charged yet for the month. We apologize for any inconveniences may have caused. We are working on ways to proactively message this better in the future. If you have any additional questions regarding your funds, we recommend you check out our FAQ page. Regards, Patreon, trust and safety.
0: So our shit went through all of that because somebody used the flim flam card. Somebody
1: tried to use the flim flam gift card or the, the embossed uh, pool card or whatever. They don't have no chip in it yeah. and tried to pay for your membership. And we got jammed up for uh, 10 Actual days Not 10 business days right. Because of it But yeah Whoever that was You're an asshole <laughs> And I would like you To stop listening And supporting the podcast Yeah Definitely <laughs> Definitely my y'all weird Is the bozo With the fake card Yeah man. Got us through All this bullshit Trust oh, and he, safety Oh these niggas inve- want the dub In- Investigation <laughs> <laughs> Oh niggas <these laughs> want the dub Oh Yeah Give me grandma's car. <laughs> like, oh, Cause the thing that
0: was bugging me out so much was like, all right, if, y- if y'all charge people where I don't understand, what do, what what more can we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no more that can happen as far as us, like, verifying this account. So I don't even understand. My thing is, if you got this much trust and safety, why even charge the people?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so that was where it was like, yeah, we as took that chicken, but uh, our <laughs> we, trust is. We're
1: going to go back. We're going to reverse the path and yeah. see. Like, if you
0: went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was
1: just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Come on, man. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that, so that, that was a whole thing. But uh, you know, we're paid. Uh, so you know, the podcast will continue. Yeah. Uh, you know, despite uh, our our initial uh trepidations. Yeah. We're back in business. But if you have an actual bank account, you're not in check systems, <laughs> right. go to you have a real credit card. If you got a real credit card, real debit <laughs> not card. Not one from the Africans. No offense to my Africans, but y'all be scamming. Yeah. Uh, if you have a real credit card that's in your name, that's listed to the address where you live, sign up for the Patreon. You,
0: you made me think about, remember when the riots and the loots was happening? Should be some more of that popping on. Yeah. But remember when that should, You you Did you see the day, what they did to the gas station at 19th and Girard? No. They rioted and looted, like destroyed the junk. And I'm like y'all are on anything. So we was on 33 and I I, I had the bus cracking the fuck up cuz I'm like what the fuck makes you loot a gas station? Right. There's nothing in there. <laughs> it's a gas station. Nah, we going to get all the uh
1: sweetwoods.
0: So people I'm like the only the, swishes. the only thing in the gas station is like candy uh Dick pills and calling cards. I'm <laughs> like, that's it. Nick in the house eating Skittles, Dick Rock car calling Africa every ten fucking minutes. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, dog. But yeah, shout out to the Africans. No dis to them. But yeah, yeah. Niggas, niggas be scamming. They, man. they be big scamming. Yeah, y'all be was, scamming.
1: Listen, I was in Wawa one day. I was in Wawa one day up uh up rising sun, like calmly in rising sun, all the way up there. So I'm in there. African boy going to work. This one, the gift cards, the Amex gift cards was popping. Mm -hmm. I see him walk in there with an Amex gift card, buy 10 cartons of Newports Mm -hmm. that he was going to sell for redistribution Mm -hmm. on the streets, and then buy eight more gift cards with the gift card. (laughs) 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 How much left on here? Oh, yeah, no, give me me $800 gift card. Well, eight more gift cards. Eight more gift cards on the gift cards. You know, because the basically, so so the Africans had the best scam out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So they had they had the black boxes with the card readers and all that. They would get the card information, make a card. So say they get somebody Platinum Amex or whatever. Boom, it's up now because we could charge no limit until they figure it out mm-hmm. and then stop the card. So boom, they get a Platinum Amex. They do the emboss whatever, whatever. They go, they buy, they go to a bunch of Wawa's, right A's, whatever. Gift cards, gift cards, gift cards. Buy tens of thousands of dollars in gift cards. They're the reason why you can't buy a gift card at Wawa or Rite Aid with a credit card no more. Because they just bust the shit out so crazy. So they would go do that and then they would take the gift cards and buy more gift cards because the initial gift cards could get cut off. Because of the, 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 the past, It's like, oh, you bought this. Oh, gift card activated. Da, 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 da. They would just cut it off. So once you start going down the, the line and it's right. like you bought a gift card with the gift card with the gift card with the gift card, right. you get so further removed from it that now they can't trace the right. shit. But they had a great scheme going on for a while. All, all, uh, all my Africans I know doing that shit, they rich now. They don't even got a scam no more. They made so many. They bought so many gift cards. They made so much fake money. It turned into real money. Yeah. Over like a five six year span, like they.
0: All, I, 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 I always tell my homie like we got a a, a a homie that's like African and you could tell he like um, now he's like a legitimate business guy, but yeah. you could tell like he he came up in scamming and then yeah, gave scamming with a purpose. Yeah, and like gave it up. And yeah, it's like
1: uh, it's like Danny Ferry said about uh, Lou Al. It's Dang. crazy when I used to drive a tow truck <laughs> back
0: in the day. I used to wreck chase and shit. I used to um tow for this this African father and son. Yeah, they had a car lot, and they was father and son. In business together. In business together. Cutting like side deals. And <laughs> both of them was cutting side deals with me to, like, go get cars that the other one didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? So the father, like, he, like, the son would be like, yo, look, I got, I got two wheels up a carriage trade. That's the John Alcash. I can be like, yeah, my dad don't know. So don't, don't tell him. Yeah, <laughs> I'll slide you. Go, go pick him up, bring him down. He'd be like, all right. I'll be up at carriage trade or his pop be, be there. up there. Who you up here told? We working come, for him. Come, come, come. Come, come. Like why like what like, like cause cause ain't shit sure for you to pick up, so what you up here for? Then the father be like, hey look, just sent you up here. I got, I got two cars. You know what I'm saying? Need to go back down southwest. But uh, you know, don't don't tell my boy about, it. you know, whatever, whatever. Then I'll be back down southwest dropping the cars off heat, brother, brother, brother. It's like, yo, you two motherfuckers driving me crazy. And it's like they
1: in business together. Yeah, Flem and flam. Scamming each other. Shit. shit yeah, it's, wow. like, it's like with uh Danny Ferry, they he did a uh Sports Illustrated interview. They asked him about Lou Dang. He said it's like you know he has a le- he's like one of those store owners that has a legitimate store up front and you can get like candy and stuff you need for the house mm. but out back it- he's selling all types of stolen goods out no. of the back of the- I remember the pop one time was like I need you to tow a van he's like can you
0: tow a van like a big van like a 15 passenger van I'm like it's an f450 yeah yeah you know what I'm saying so he was like okay uh well here's where the van is here's the key it's parked right there in the lot um but he was like when you get it don't be driving reckless and I'm like fuck does that mean (laughs) so i get there i'm i see the van i'm hooking it up whatever something was just like go in the van go in the van i open the back door that joint was like stuffed with kerosene heaters (laughs) i don't even know what the fuck is going on like
1: i thought it was gonna be a bunch of bricks of black tar heroin (laughs) It's just always some nonsense with them, man. Yeah, don't be don't be dropping reckless. You're gonna blow everybody
0: up. Yeah, shout out to them, man. I'm I'm pretty sure they still scheming and scamming with each other. Yeah, for sure, man. But uh
1: all of that is said to Subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. Visit the website, Uh Ramadan Mubarak to all my Muslims out there. It is the holy month of Ramadan. we got a lot of episodes coming this week yeah. for the Patreon. We're doing a lot of content this week. A lot of content. I'm in, I'm in intense negotiations right now about uh, another interview. Yeah. Got to try to, like, figure this out. Yeah. Since we talked, I'm like, I'd rather just, like go to where you're at and just punch him in the face. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of doing that. So, we got to figure that part out, but we have a very big interview that we uh that's going down this week has been confirmed and reconfirmed and uh that should be out next week. Sometime. No, we release it like Friday. Well, we'll talk about that okay we may or may not release friday depends on how fast because we got a video team coming in the whole thing it's yeah. a big interview yeah. so we got to make we got to make sure that this don't get uh executed right yeah
0: true yeah you got a point talking about. Yeah.
1: we gotta we gotta we gotta stagger it a little bit gotta make sure it come out right uh so that's that man uh before we go into the rundown what well, is the beginning of the rundown uh rest in peace black rob uh Hip-hop, former hip-hop artist, signed Bad Boy, signed to Duck Down Records later on in his career. Uh, You know, one of the biggest singles of all time and whoa went like five six times platinum album true Stories debut album which is an excellent album got four and a half well, mics true in the story foot. was really good uh got four and a half mics in the source got a uh like a xl and a half or something from double xl back in the day uh he was one of the primary writers for bad boy around the time he wrote on no way out he was on a bunch of songs on there um they're not really saying the who what went where why how mm-hmm. of him passing i tried to like look into it you know it's doing our pre show p- production and all of that they're not really saying a lot <clears throat> um you know, Mark Curry, who was also a former bad boy artist, wrote the book Dancing with the Devil about Puff and all of that. Mm-hmm. He's he was real he was real close with Rob and he was there, you know, pretty much every step of the way of him being in the hospital and saying, you know, facilitating stuff for him. He got in touch with Puff. He got in touch with the locks and this person and this person to try to get stuff done for uh for Rob. And he's basically like put a call to action on social media saying that his kids Rob kids need to contact them so they can, I guess, figure out the funeral and this and this. So it's like little sketchy situation surrounding as far as like details and stuff like that uh but you know he we just saw him last week basically saying you know rest in peace to dmx and how i'm tired i need some rest and blah 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 and he passed this uh this saturday mm-hmm. just uh that just passed so rest in peace to black rob prayers to his uh family his friends his whole network everybody that cares about the gentleman he gave us a lot um, you know, as far as uh, his contribution to hip-hop during his time here, and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, he he's at peace now and in a better place.
0: Yeah, Rob had my, my one of my favorite verses of all time, his verse on Let's Get It, that joint was... Smoked it. Yeah, even, like, 24 hours I to live, live if Rob had a crazy-ass <clears throat> verse. Like, Rob could really rap rap. Yeah, for he's sure. He's a really good rapper, and, you know. Yeah, he no longer with us. Yeah, that, that, I, we talked about it last week, that, that 90s era, you know, like, realizing now, like, my is 50. Like, you know, right. and, and if, you know, they they didn't take the greatest care exactly. of themselves through that late 90s, early 2000s, you know, all that crystal and Henny and uh, yeah. what was Pac drinking, Alizé, all of that, it
1: just... It catch up to you, man. Yeah, and that was the thing. It was just like, you know, that was the that was the boom. That was the gold rush of hip-hop. That mm-hmm. 95, 94 to like 2002 era, that's when people start getting like mega paid, like big money, where you see Puff in Forbes. He got a $40 million bonus from Arista mm-hmm. stuff, was hitting so many records and... Uh, you know, all of the, you know, starting to see the extra luxury cars, the Rolls Royces and the Bentleys and all that getting introduced to hip-hop and the world, literal, literal world tours mm-hmm. started to happen, starting with the No Way Out Tour and the Hard Knock Life Tour and mm-hmm. uh, Cash Money and Here's Rough money, Riders Tour and all of that. And, um, you know, hip-hop became big Up business. In smoke Tour. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it became pop culture. And, uh, you know, a lot of people overindulged in a lot of things, and it just kind of like carry forward in, you know, the culture.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? ba 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 ba
1: Kind of like never recover from that because you see we're still doing the same stuff now. Yeah. It's just to change, switch the venue, switch the product, we still overindulging. But we got to remember to take care of ourselves and be mindful of, you know, our health. We talked about prostate health on here mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And it's just like stuff like that. Like you gotta take care of yourself and when there's stuff wrong with you, you can't ignore it. You can't let things linger. You know, you gotta get in front of these things and no matter how uncomfortable they may be or embarrassing that you may feel that they are to deal with, you just gotta deal with it, man, because at the end of the day you, you like you only get one life and you can't uh, you know, jeopardize your health or play Russian roulette with it because this is potentially the end result if you don't treat yourself right.
0: One thing I saw this week on Facebook that was so like like not mind blowing but like just the hell. So you know DMX just passed away. So that clip of them performing four
1: three two one, have you seen it at all? No. From the Apollo? I probably saw it a while ago. I, I, I okay. There's been a lot of different DMX content coming out this past right. week and a half. But
0: I've I've seen the clip a gazillion times. They did him, Method Man, Redman, LL did four, three, two, one at uh, Apollo, and the crowd was going berserk or whatever. So the John on Facebook, like the caption was, "Who had the best verse on four three two one? Yeah. And people in the comments like, "Oh, it was DMX, no doubt." Or it was it was LL and this that. and and I'm looking at the comments. I'm like, maybe I'm just in a. The, the minority or what Or y'all are just born addicted to crack I don't know <laughs> Cannabis had the best I'm, verse Most <laughs> I'm like So much that L LL was like Take his ass <laughs> off, <laughs> off For this I was like What man? So I commented on I'm like Cannabis by, by a lot yeah, By a lot Like not even close I'm like He dissed LL on his song
1: yeah. And then got dissed as a result of it. He straight
0: said, uh,
1: got I'm meeting. the illest
0: nigga alive. Watch me prove it. I'll rip your crown off with your head still attached, attached to it. it. Cannabis is the type that fight for mics. Beating niggas to death. Beating, Beating dead,
1: dead niggas, niggas to, to life. life. <laughs> LL was like, take his ass off. <laughs> He's like, wait, what did <laughs> he say? Excuse me?
0: That was where the whole shit—the mic mm-hmm. on my arm—exploded and turned into a time bomb. In my, somebody was like, "LL crushed him on that." What you, talking Like, LL started rapping about Excaliburs and swords. <laughs> that shit was wet. <laughs> I'm like, you know how we talk about niggas with that rapping about uh, uh, pyramids and all that bullshit? Mythological, hypnobological. like,
1: like, Keith Murray wrote that verse. What y'all talking
0: about? I'm like, no, man. I was rapping about swords and shit. I'm like, that shit wasn't it, man. And then Cannabis turned around with the second round KO. And that, Joan was crazy. Cannabis could really rap. He could super rap. Super rap. He just was funny looking and he worked with (laughs) Clef. And as we all know, working with Clef is just never a good idea
1: as a rapper. My folks, uh, Philly's Most Wanted, they signed the uh, Wild Clef, Refugee Camp Atlantic, mm. when they could have signed the Rockefeller. <laughs> Talk oh. about revisionist history. Talk about not uh, expecting the cantaloupe before you see <laughs> Literally.
0: <laughs> Jesus. How much they got over there? 500,000. All right, bet. T.I. almost fucked. T.I. low key, like, if we keep it in a B, trap music, great album, solid. Mm-hmm. Urban legend. Put him on the fucking map. King took him out of this mm-hmm. world. He almost gave
1: it all back. <laughs> and, and, T.I. versus T.I.P. almost gave it all back. Working with YG, rapping man. all them guitars and This niggas banjos. Yeah, it was Listen, wild. A uh, big shit poppin' saved that album. How it,
0: it, it literally was like that was a monster record. Yeah, that was Manny Fresh. That was, it was Manny like, Fresh. Yeah, it was a monster record, but just the rest of it just. Once that rapping, Y Clef single the hit. The banjos and yeah. the,
1: the, the, selling seashells by the seashore. Yeah. That album was awful. Whatever that little thing is they play to make the <laughs> snake come out the vase. <laughs> <laughs> it was all of that shit? It was like, all right, man. Like, yeah, Clef is just. Yeah, while Clef coming in the studio and just cut the one beat on for yeah. the whole month. That yeah. Like, if you rap. You so vibe to this?
0: Yeah. If you rap. You can vibe to this, yeah. <laughs> you rap, you vibe to this snake charm. It's, it's never a good idea, man. But, uh,. What are we talking
1: about? Uh at this point I'm not Yeah,
0: sure. we always go left. Um oh, the 4321 jump. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I, I I maybe I'm just alone. I'm like cannabis destroyed that jump. Yeah, I, you I don't, smoked everybody. I didn't understand. I like lo- I like meth's part. I always like meth. Meth is just... He's the coolest rapper ever. Just so tactical. He just comes just, on a beat just boom, playing my boom, position. Boom, boom. Hot Nick, son. Like, like, it just... He's always cool as shit. Like, Meth is never not the coolest rapper in the room. You like, know what I mean? Uh, oh... I found a couple of dope documentaries this week.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Have either of y'all watched the Admission Scandal documentary? No, I've been meaning to, I haven't that watched it yet. That shit is awesome cuz they do it's like a movie, but it's a documentary. Nice. Like they're telling it where they got real the real people, like you know, a real documentary. Yeah. But the reenactment is a
1: go-along movie. Got it. It's decent the way they did. Watched it. I started watching uh, "City on the Hill" this weekend on Showtime. It's not a documentary, but it's based on like true events that happened in Boston Mm -hmm. and like from 1990 on with the legal system and the Fed presence and state police. Fed state police and the Boston PD had like a joint task force to stop all these bank robberies. Like the uh, remember the like the town. Okay. So, it's based on that crew from the town that was doing all the bank robberies and all of that shit. And Boston at the time actually had a black DA <coughs> that uh, was basically like trying to, you know, connect all these different crimes and stuff like that. So, I, I started watching that this weekend. It was really good. So, uh, I'm definitely going to check out that mission scandal.
0: The thing with it, I want to talk about it a little bit. Like, so me, because me and Ross started having a conversation the other night. So, neither one you didn't see neither Taylor, right? I haven't seen any of it. Do y'all know about the story? I know about the story Rick like Singer, Lori
1: Laughlin and all of them. Yeah.
0: So, basically, college admission is, like, hard as fuck. But one thing, there was a guy on there, he was a uh, um, college, college admissions expert. He was saying how getting into college isn't difficult. The problem is everybody wants to go to the same 13 universities. Exactly. And that's what makes it super difficult. He's like, there are 3,500 colleges right. in, in in America. <laughs> and you can go to college, but people want to be in these University. So mm-hmm. what happens is you got the front door, which is like you getting in all on your merit, your work, you doing this, doing this SAT in your community, score. your SAT score, your um, what's the other one where the max is thirty six, um, ACT, ACT score, you know this, that, and the third. He was saying on there when it comes to them scores, sixteen hundred in the SAT. I think now the SAT goes up twenty four hundred, but at the, you know the sixteen hundred, he's like if you don't score. Fifteen hundred, you can literally take the top 50 schools and just throw them out. The, right. You're not getting into them. He's like, ACT, top score 36. If you don't get a 34, 50 schools no, out no, the door. Yeah. He's like, if your high school offers 15 AP courses and you only take one, top 50 schools out the door. So he's like, that's how rigorous this shit has become. Yeah. So getting in the front door is all based off of that. So then there's getting in the back door. This is the part that's interesting to me. He was saying how... To get into Stanford, to get into Harvard, to get into uh, USC or to get into to Dartmouth or Northwestern. If you not donating 15, 20 million to the school, oh, it shoot. won't even like land I on a. Say
1: fifteen twenty thousand. say 15, 20,000? No. 15,
0: 20 million? You not even landing on a radar. He's like, I've seen people write checks for $3 million donating it to the sailing team and they just like, oh, cool, good looking. Yeah, thanks. And then they kid don't get in. Par for the course. So yeah. They, so he's like yeah Damn. 15 20 million is just to like get like you know super on the radar like oh shit, he's serious about this okay
1: he. <laughs> oh, are you are you ready to uh,
0: what, up- what little baby said they know how i'm coming
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, uh, oh man uh what's the uh congressman on uh Clay davis <laughs> Oh, um, we gotta turn on the faucet. Yeah, <laughs> make, like exactly make the faucet run.
0: So basically, that's that's the way to do it, like back door. And my whole thing is like watching is this shit like up. if you got 20 million to get your kid into school, it's like, do you really need do your kid really need this degree? Exactly. And it's just bragging rights. That's really, that's what the documentary basically shows you, just how it's like, it's not even the kids. It's the adult, it's the yeah. parents that's like, no, nah, I want my son to graduate from because we didn't graduate from that. So I need my son to go to Yale. I need my daughter to go to Dartmouth. I need my son to go to Cornell. And this that that's how they get with hey. the shit. So basically, Rick Singer was this nigga was a high school basketball coach, right? Who basically set up a company where he would basically train kids. And the boy was saying how this is a real thing. Basically train kids on how to get into college. Like, help him writing essays and doing tests and this, that, and the third and preparing for the SAT yeah. and ACT. He was, like, on a cheaper end because was, they was saying how getting into these high-end schools and all these things, it's, like, a privilege already to the people who are super successful because if you're a regular person, you just can't afford this shit. He's, like, on a cheaper end, two to $300 an hour. For somebody to train you On how to get into college yeah. He's like on the higher end I've seen 1500 an hour Charge to people You know what I'm It's wild as fuck So basically What Rick Singer did was He created his own thing Where it wasn't the front door It wasn't the back door He was calling it The side door <laughs> So basically Tell you how wild this shit was He was going To Coaches People in admissions This that and the third Like Let's say you were admissions You do admissions At give me a school Um uh, Stanford. You do admissions at Stanford. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know that y'all have a certain amount of money allocated to go to Stanford's football team, basketball team, track team, rowing team. Whatever chess team, whatever, whatever. I told you my white my one, shot of Mikey B, my white boy. He went to college on a golf scholarship. Right. I didn't know you could do that, <laughs> but like that's how that should be. So he would go to the admissions motherfuckers, and be like, "Oh yeah, we got um our, our our rowing team is set for the year, but we got two spots open. So you know, you want to bring somebody in as rowers? You know what I'm saying? Toss up a little two three hundred grand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Could get them in there on the rowing team as like walk ons." So Rick Singer would go to these motherfuckers who he was, you know, training, and yeah, go to their like, parents like, "Look, you
1: gotta get on the motherfucking y- Your
0: the kid day. pretty stupid, so this shit ain't gonna work. All right, they not gonna knock out this in third. We
1: have a ticket, and they gotta start rowing tomorrow. So what
0: happened with Lori Lachlan, who was the Rebecca on Full uh-huh. House, her and the Italian boy? They got the two daughters. They sent pictures of their daughters on the rowing machine in the living room to the John and got him on as rowing recruits <laughs> to the fucking USC rowing team. I'm like, Yo, what the fuck, man? The boy Rick Zigger was nuts. He was photoshopping. The one boy, he got on the water polo team at UCLA. Yeah. Never played water polo in his life. <laughs> they took his face and put it on a motherfucker in the pool <laughs> with the ball and shit. Like, yeah, he one of the best water polo motherfuckers in wherever the fuck he from. Yeah. Got on UCLA. He's flying
1: under the radar, right?
0: <laughs> got on UCLA water polo team. So this is where the shit go left at. This motherfucker wound up getting a nigga who was a test, like he was a proctor for the SAT. Yeah, He they got he basically got him on some, like, he was going through some shit, like, you know how it go, put their thumb on you. Like, I always talk about working overseas. Like, look, if we can put our thumb on you, you need some paper. Boy was going through a divorce, this, that, and the third, whatever, some Jordans was coming, who knows what the fuck he was going through. <laughs> Rick Singer get at him, like, yo, look, you be proctoring the test, I give you some bread, da-da-da-da. He was basically going to where, like, he would tell the parents, "I'm gonna tell you this: what we gotta do, you gotta basically get your kid to like register as like having a learning disability." So he would go to the parents and have the kids like basically go through the process of being like like getting classified as like learning disabled. Because yeah. when you're learning disabled, you can take the SAT. As long no, as you need. no, no. when you take the SAT, your circle, John, that you put your answers on when you take a learning disability yeah. SAT. It's a separate form that you put the circles on. And since he was proctoring the test, it would go to him and he would do another form. He would do the correct one. And, and he was like, yeah, your, your daughter would never know. Your son would never know. And he was showing kids, opening up their John, And he like, this kid is literally a C student. Open up her SAT. She got a 1520. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, yeah. It was wild as fuck no, I'm watching that today And the craziest <laughs> part That I took from it Is like It just shows like Americans And like How we're gluttons When it comes to
1: just Shit yeah, Literally everything And anything
0: Any Like anything Motherfuckers put their minds to On some gluttony shit is like Yo I'm gonna go All out for this So you look at Lori Lockton I guess is why People was just like Even me I'm just like Yo what the It don't even make sense you're Lori Lachlan. You're a famous fucking TV actress. You have a fucking franchise that you've been a part of that's, like, going to be around forever. Your husband is a world-famous designer. Y'all are rich. Rich, rich. So rich that you done put up $500,000 to, like, side door your daughters into USC on the rowing team. Her daughter is a huge YouTuber and blogger. She's huge on the yeah. YouTube blogging scene. She had... She lost all of these jones. She had... Partnerships with Sephora, she had a partnership with another. Uh, uh It was crazy as fuck, and it's just like you're a YouTuber with three million followers. You got all these followers on your blog and shit. You got paid partnerships, million dollar situations. What the fuck are you? Why are you even worried about going right. to the US? Why is this a thing? Why is this a thing? And that's the part where it's just like it's something wrong with my It's like literally it showed you just how much status matters, yeah. And because that's what people are like paying for. Hey. It's a it's crazy as fuck. Like when you really get into the story, but the way that they told it and the way that they did it to where it's like a movie, in where like you watch like Fatal Attraction or For My Man, yes. they'll show you the most goofiest fucking reenactment ever. This shit is like a real movie as the reenactments that's playing along. Got it. And the boy, um, it's just wild how they all snitched on each other, <laughs> and the boy Rick Singer basically they. The bull who was doing the admission shit hit him like, "Yo, I got something for you. Come to the hotel." He come to the hotel, he opened the door, it's the feds. Damn. They like, "Yeah, come on in, Rick. Have a talk with us." He like, "All right, let's get right to it. I got 16 people paying." <laughs> like, he ain't <laughs> waste no time. So he snitched. he like, so they like, "Do you are you cool with wearing a wire, you know, I, or I or, or calling these people on the phone?"
1: Call them right now.
0: And like, "Give me the phone." <laughs> waiting on. Like, Y'all You got then it's unlimited. Let's go call them up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got <eight> minutes? <laughs> so they playing like the actual phone calls. And it's so crazy because as I'm watching them and they're playing the real phone calls, I'm thinking to myself, these filthy rich, you know, 1% of the country people are some of the stupidest, like most boneheaded. If I'm doing some illegal shit to get my daughter into college with you, and you call me like, hey man, look, I'm getting audited. So, you know, what I'm going to say is I'm not going to necessarily tell him that I helped your daughter get into school for five hundred thousand. You feel what I'm saying? And they like, yeah, no, definitely Ain't don't nothing, do that. Bro. He like, yeah, so I'm going to say something else, but I'm definitely not going to tell him that you gave me five hundred thousand to, <laughs> to get, get your, your daughter. daughter the and and the, the, so I'm, he did this shit with like 10, 15 motherfuckers. And I'm like, yo, these people are crazy. <laughs> the boy who the, the fed investigator was like, I've prosecuted. You know cartels i've prosecuted murderers hitmen he's like the one thing i've realized in prosecuting this case is when you're dealing with people who aren't of the criminal underworld the phone rings and they'll just talk <laughs> he was like if this was organized crime none of these phone calls would have went it wouldn't have went past 10 seconds man what the fuck are you talking about and bung so it's a crazy documentary Damn. but you get you definitely gotta watch it's really really good i watched that and i watched the stone cold uh, documentary last did you watch that yeah, A and E is doing an eight-part documentary. Oh,
1: I saw that. I didn't know when it uh, was debut. It's,
0: it, 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 the first one was last night. It was Stone Cold? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this to, to: if you don't respect Stone Cold like as who he is, before you'll definitely do, do. it after. Because this nigga's really like he really gave his like whole life, his daughters, his wife, all that shit, his body, all that shit. Like on some, I love wrestling. It's for the business. Like I'm paying my dues. Damn. Like and he really understood. Like yo, I gotta. I got a a chance to be larger than life, but not even about me. I got a chance to, like, make this thing, like, global again. Right. And he was talking about how w, they was talking about WWE was, like— You know remember, they was, like, losing yeah. to WCW and yeah, they, shit. they
1: lost, like, 60-something weeks straight or yeah, something. Yeah, they
0: were losing to WCW, and all the big names had left. You know, Razor Ramon, Kevin mm-hmm. Nash, Hogan, they was all at WCW. And the Stone Cold shit, like, it, he, he was saying how— the, the, the turnaround for it was the king of the ring When he did the Austin 316 says yeah. I just whipped your ass And he was like literally it was like that night It was like Triple H was supposed to win King of the ring but Vince McMahon was mad at him So Austin was like I yeah, walked
1: Triple H had did something
0: They did the K, the kayfabe drone yeah, with Shawn yeah, yeah. Michaels and them, When they all hugged in the middle of the ring And Vince, Vince, Stone Cold said he walked in And Vince McMahon was like yo you're winning king of the ring And he won the shit and got up there and did the promo And it was just on But the craziest part about it was you know about when he, he broke, uh, Bruised his spine Yeah Owen Hart dropped him on his head and literally he was like I went you know quadriplegic for 60 seconds and Mark Henry was like to this day I still don't understand how he got up and well like you could see to where his legs were like dragging yeah, and he and he was still like walking out like on the jaw like didn't want to break hey. yeah it's, that, that shit is crazy and they got the rock on there talking about their relationship and yeah. you know like he realized, like, once I had the villain in The Rock and then the villain in Vince McMahon, we realized, like, damn, like, we're on the we're on the cusp of something great. Right. And, you know, The Rock is going on now, of course, to become the biggest actor in the planet. And The Rock is like, yeah, if it wasn't for Stone Cold taking me under the wing, I'm not sitting here talking to y'all as The Rock. Because the, the, the craziest part was, remember The Rock's first gimmick was, like, Rocky Maivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, Pat Patterson and all of them was like... Th- we respect his dad. Remember, his pop was yeah, his Dwayne dad, Johnson. And his grandpa. But they was like, We just don't, I, it's just not there. And he was like, Stone Cold straight was like, Nah, it's there. And Stone Cold was like, It's something there, kid. So you're going to rock with me. And literally, he took me under the wing, started working out with me and showing me this and showing me that. And they built it to where it's like it became the rock versus Stone Cold all the time. And, yeah. you know, rock is. Making 150 million a year now As a <laughs> fucking actor and shit And you know Stone Cold like yeah, I couldn't be more proud of him Like I knew he was a star Like I literally Like first day seeing him Like look at him yeah. He's a fucking superstar
1: Crazy hey.
0: Yeah it's, it's a good documentary I watched both of them this week
1: yeah, You know The Rock Do You know The Rock is huge Because he gets to play uh, Those racially ambiguous roles That Vin Diesel used to get all the time No I was he saying to he- be like the white father It's like yo you black Your dad is black What are you Duh. talking about
0: the, uh, the boy Laz Alonzo was one of them. Like, he's a crazed Dominican <laughs> in fucking Fast and the Furious. And then he's black and every. He's the leader of a fucking black fraternity in fucking Stomped to yall I <laughs> think can play anything. Oh, speaking of which, did either of y'all see the trailer for Fast and the Furious?
1: Yes, man. <laughs> Dog. They got the damn, was it, the Challenger hanging dog, from the helicopter?
0: Dog, the comments on Instagram was like, come on, man, y'all flying jets now. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, yo, Fast and Furious has definitely gone so, so, so left. Yeah, they, they jumped the shark like four movies ago. Eight movies ago. <laughs> that shit was about street races and nitrous oxide and stolen DVD players. Not no more. Now it's like motherfuckers die to be in the next movie. Yeah, it's, it's Mission Impossible Dog.
1: Now. Letty done died. She back. Han died. <laughs> he back. This shit is crazy as fuck. And you know how they justify when people die and then they come back? Like, no, you got to watch it. It's a certain order. Yeah. You got to watch it. And it's not in synchronological order. Somebody in the comments was like, this shit is
0: so because Han back. And they were saying, <laughs> how, where the fuck Han come from? <laughs> so somebody in the comments was like, Fast and the Furious is so ridiculous that you know Brian gonna be in Fast Ten, and he really did. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, like Fast and the Furious, is crazy as shit. No, this is a sideline story because when people in the comments are like, "Why don't y'all just fight the Avengers <laughs> <laughs> and get this shit over with?" Like, yeah, Fast and the Furious is going so left, man, so 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 left. And the crazy part was, it like you saw the progression of it, and my my biggest not with Fast, and I I love the franchise, but when Paul Walker, rest in peace. Paul Walker, Brian O'Connor's character, when he died, well, Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, right. when he died, y'all sold us on Fast Seven as the this is the remembrance. This, is this is over for Paul. They even had his brother play him at the end when the when they split him and Vin Diesel went to separate ways. And that movie made a billion dollars. That's what made it. Remember, because Fast Six, I think, did like six hundred or something like right. that. Fast Seven took it over the billion dollar mark, and it was like. Them in the studio was like, shit, we made a
1: billion. I don't
0: know. Y'all going to stop? We can
1: make at least 14 more of these, you You feel me?
0: <laughs> so it's like, then y'all come back with Fast 8, where y'all got uh, Charlize Theron. Y'all done dug her up. Now she the bad guy in the Fast 8 and shit. They then you, spinoffs. I was about to say, now y'all got fucking... Uh, transporter versus the rock as the, <laughs> this shit is crazy and now here they come with Fast 9 where they're literally flying jets and taking down skyscrapers and every fucking thing else yeah. they lost me completely in Fast 7 when they jumped out of the fucking uh, plane with cars <laughs> on parachutes and landed them and kept driving <laughs> I was
1: done like do you know how heavy a, a muscle car is
0: Paul Walker ran up the side of a bus that was falling <laughs> off of a cliff I'm like what do this shit got to do with racing man like
1: Fast and the Furious got so ridiculous <laughs> with their schemes. The the silver lining for me about the Fast uh series continuing is that Tyrese gets to keep his Benihanas yeah. in his Starbucks in his house. <laughs> That's the best part about it being more Fast movies. <laughs>
0: Speaking of remember Fast
1: Eight? They drove from one skyscraper to the other.
0: <laughs> what the fuck, man! <laughs> that shit done go, It done got so strange From what the fuck The original Fast oh, and Furious God. Was about And I remember I, I remember Back in the day Cause Fast and Furious First one came out In I think yeah. We watched that shit In school In our mechanics class <laughs> Cause y'all went to Saw <laughs> That was, that was learning <laughs> in 2001. Did it! I bet it wasn't even Friday. No. It was probably like Tuesday. <laughs> it was like, yo. Mr. S was the Ag-McClan- ag mechanics teacher. He came in the room was like, all right, people, today we're going to learn about street racing. So I got a video here. I'm like, is that Fast and Furious? This nigga put Fast and Furious on.
1: street racing. And that was learning. If anything, we need to take a field trip down the Essenton Avenue. You're right. You go down 84
0: Lindbergh if you want to learn about fucking Street racing. But dog, we watched lookin that lookin shit in our 77 Ag 77 77
1: Holstein. But that and, and I,
0: I fell in love with the movie because it was like, <laughs> yo, this shit, it was authentic. It yeah. had an authentic feel to it. Uh they was really street racing for money. They was calling out the cops was on their way, motherfuckers running. That's how that shit was. Yeah. It was just all authentic. These niggas was pulling odd jobs, trying to make some bread, living in a little bullshit house. It got to the point where they was living in villas and all kinds of crazy. And it's just like, yeah, I Fast and the Furious is... That might be the biggest shark jump in the history of film, yo. Bar none. Like, I, I can't think of, of one situation where it went so left from where it started.
1: It's a parody of its original self. It,
0: it almost feels like they're just playing at this point. Yeah. They had a train on ice in Fast 8. <laughs> they was tripping. They do anything now, dog. These niggas is... Fly, like... Think
1: about that. Did they do anything with a hovercraft yet? I can't remember. In Fast 8? Yeah, they had a, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I know one of these ones, you know, they had a hovercraft. Like, dog, like That's when you know you digging deep into the, the vehicle arsenal when you pull the hovercraft. Ludacris up. has an album called Chicken and
0: Beer. That nigga's flying a jet <laughs> in this new fast job. Chicken and beer, Ludacris, <laughs> is flying planes in, in this joke uh, now. Granted, he has a pilot's license in real life. <laughs> But still, he ain't supposed to be flying no commander jet. <laughs> <laughs> like this shit I'm is flying nuts. Air Force One. Yeah, tomahawks and shit.
1: Like it's crazy. But uh, anyway, yeah. let's get to something a little serious, man. Yeah. Um. So I hate to say that I told you so. I make several bold predictions a year, and for whatever reason, I'm usually pretty (laughs) much spot on. Um, I called it. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the concept of the feds being in Philly, Mm -hmm. what was going on, and them bringing back what was affectionately known in the 90s and early 2000s as football numbers. And the first football numbers sentence has come down, and it was on uh, AR Ab, King Ab, Mm OBH General. He got sentenced to 45 years in his Rico case, and the scariest position you can be in as somebody involved in a criminal underworld is at the top of a triangle on a Mm-mm. fed Rico. board with a Rico case. When they call you the kingpin, the only questions you should be asking are what's the least amount of time I can do? And if possible, could I please do it at a camp and try to cut some of my time for for good behavior? Anything other than that. If you take them through the legal process and go to court and all of that, you're done. And unfortunately, Ab had to learn the hard way that. When they come like this and you have so much damning evidence against you to where. It only took a nine-month investigation window to wrap all y'all asses up. It's it's no rumbling. It's no getting off on a technicality. Like, these people have a 98.9% conviction rate for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because when they come, they already got it all figured out. They've already thought about your defense and your plea and, well, if he say this, then we going to hit him with this and... I just talked about last week the fact that my old head is wrapped up in in somebody else's indictment where in the fucking paperwork, you got person number one, person number two, person number three. Those are CIs and confidential informants. On top of the fact that the person whose actual indictment is, is suspected of telling as well and cooperating. Ab, you in a federal system, RICO case, with an informant, That's telling on murders. It's nothing to negotiate other than how soon can we get this clock started on this 20 or whatever y'all going to offer me? Because if not, this is the outcome. And it's going to be a lot more of these going down in the immediate future because Philly is too far gone with the gun violence aspect of the crime. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo. We let y'all niggas sell drugs. Duh, 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 duh. We got an open-air drug market in Kensington. We ain't really tripping on y'all like that. Y'all know us. We know y'all. Pizza, pretzels, and water ice. Yeah, it's shit, like we go man. this way. Y'all go the other way. Like,
0: yeah.
1: What's with all the bodies, though? So it's like when you in a fed system. Oh, no,
0: boy had looked at me funny.
1: So it's like when you in a fed system and you talking about multiple murders, or you suspected of multiple murders on top of a RICO, on top of being a predicate felon from your state charges and this and this, they're going to make an example out of you. And it's just like the heartbreaking part of all of it is I know he got bad legal advice the whole way out from niggas. He was talking to from people on his case, from his attorney, like, I know he got bad legal advice every step of the way. Oh, no, because we going to argue this motion. And then if they suppress that, then we're going. I saw people saying he was going to be able to, like, knock a lot of the time off on appeals. Here's the thing.
0: I don't know how true that is. Here's the thing.
1: Let's, let's talk about it. Here's the thing. The federal court system is so backed up right now, they're not even looking at his appeal for five years. Mm-hmm. They're not even, like, opening the brief for five years, minimum, especially on a high-profile case like the one that he had. You got arguably one of the biggest cases in the history of the Southeastern District of Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. arguably, probably since Cabani Savage. You probably Mm -hmm. got the most high-profile case that they ever had in in Fed court. So they're not even looking at that for five years. Now, the nature of the feds is that, You can go back in front of the judge multiple times to knock time off your case. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mm-hmm. But when you starting from a 45, what you gonna get it down to? 30? He's not a young man. He's 38, 39 years old. You still talking about coming home at 70. So it's like that whole concept of, oh, he gonna knock it out on the pills and this and this. It's like, yeah. Well, guess what? My homie, my close homie that I grew up with, he in fe- he, in, he he's locked up in the feds right now for a VOP, a violation of... uh rule he haven't even sniffed the judge yet on a vop his mandatory minimum is seven years by the time he even go to court he gonna be three four five years It's gonna be time for him to come home on a conviction somebody else that my man know he's been locked up for three years in fed court and he's like yo my my mandatory minimum was three can i just take the plea they said you can't take the plea until you go to court and we don't have a court date for you so yeah damn You see what I'm saying? He already been down for his mandatory minimum. He like, let me just sign off on the paper. I could come home or at least take it to review. They like you can't take the plea until you go in front of the judge. There is no federal court schedule because of covid. It's suspended. Yeah. So. Like I said, he's not even sniffing a judge for five years. And in order to get your plea accepted, mm. in order to get your appeal accepted, you have to provide what's called exculpatory evidence, mm. meaning some new piece of evidence that either your lawyer is presenting through however many sources you found this information out. Or you got to prove that the prosecution, in this case, the United States government, withheld, withheld some evidence. piece of discovery mm-hmm. from you that warrants you going back in front of us. So in the absence of that, all right, you appeal, knock it down. You appeal, knock it down. Oh, this one, oh well. All right, cool. We going all right. Let's look at this one. Then you go back in front of the judge, and then they basically got to give you the right to a new trial, in order to open the appeal. It's essentially a new trial. Right. So they have to agree that based on the evidence presented, that we are willing to rehear this case, spend the United States government's money, spend the state of Pennsylvania's money and reexamine this based on whatever new evidence. Now, something that could help him is if the guy Taz, who was their star witness, if he gets in trouble at some point between his conviction and in the future of his appeal and they can prove it, then that adds to the, the uh, what they call it, knocking the credibility of the witness. Okay. That could help him. But even still, we got you red-handed with the drugs. We got you red-handed with the identity theft because y'all had these apartments with these CPNs and these uh, illegal profiles and this and this. We got you on video with $2 million in cash. We got you on a YouTube video saying that this person to kill anybody for me and there you're you're a gang leader at that yeah. point you know what i'm saying so it's like and you know crazy in interviews in the, of you
0: reinforcing the same in, in the process of this as i was about to say i saw a lot of people on twitter the other day going in on vlad and you know vlad the police see this is why you don't do shit but, and and i'm like yeah you i understand the theory of vlad asking questions that a lot of people you know, won't ask. Yeah. That are like, he asked probing questions. I was about to say, I'm not going to say that he shouldn't ask the questions more so that you probably shouldn't answer the questions Exactly. In the manner in which some of these questions get answered from some of these people. Cause we all watched the journal Like we always talk about with Wee Longway where he literally made a joke out of everything Vlad yeah. said.
1: I just like the color blue. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like,
0: like I'm not uh, about to be like, yeah, no, I'm a crip from so and so and you know my man put me on a cripping and we yeah, you know, I, know watch I, me dance in the back you show you the alley dance. You know, like it's like <laughs> like yeah, it's it, it's it, none mm-hmm. of that. But literally people will literally Come in this room, yo, what's up with you? Oh man, you know, putting the music out and doing this, that and the third, and you know oh, I just shot a nigga before I came here. They go to Vlad and that's what it man, listen, I'm I'm selling yeah. oh, if you see the bricks with the little Arabian belly that's dance me. on, that's my joint, right? <laughs> like niggas just go up there and start wilding yeah. the fuck out with that, with Vlad and it's just like yeah like it's too much damning i told you i've seen videos and not even vlad jones just videos just videos just videos i, I remember that john we with the dumb shit i remember watching that and i was just thinking like Yo, this is nuts like
1: and that was part one meaning that there was multiple volumes <laughs>
0: part one
1: like yeah <laughs> multiple volumes we with the dumb shit again yeah. In case you missed the first one, we still with the dumb shit. Yeah. And it's like at some point people got to take personal accountability for their decisions and their actions and literally every time they cut a camera on in front of Ab, he said something that could be used in open court. The boy um the uh the 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 guy that got killed in Chicago. Um well not in oh, King, Chicago. Von. King Von. What's the guy who killed him? Oh, uh 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 Quando Ronda. His his brother, Lil Tim, killed him. You know he's home, apparently? Yeah.
0: I saw the thing the other day just randomly on my Explore page. He came home, and, like, the first thing he posted was him holding a gun, and the Hmm. cash was, like, born to be a shoot, some crazy shit. And I'm just like,
1: bruh. Because (laughs) they're going to try to argue Georgia's a stand-your-ground state, and they're going to try to argue stand-your-ground as the means of why they did it in in self defense so that's that's their plan of listening so they just going to keep going to the fullest extent with the nonsense and it is is just you know the the ab situation is particularly heartbreaking because it's close to home you know what i'm saying he was somebody that really was A community leader and trying to help a lot of people, but due to the other activities that you are alleged to have been involved in and now convicted of, you got to go sit down and do some tick and you got to do potentially a lot of tick. His best case scenario was coming home in 25, 30 years. That's the best case. Like this case getting overturned is like, that's like we could all put that out of our collective minds. Like that would be the biggest Hail Mary of Hail Marys. Now, if it was the state, that would be a different thing because the state are idiots. They don't have a lot of resources. <clears throat> Their DAs are assholes. Our DA for the city of Philadelphia, fucking, is in, in federal prison right now for taking couches from people. Yeah. Like stupid shit like that. There's I, I think
0: I think some work on a roof
1: <laughs> and uh. Oh man, y'all gonna fix the whole? Can you fix
0: the chimney too? I think a suit and I think uh. And some couches. Some and definitely some couches. <laughs> I think he went somewhere too. I think he went to like Cape May. <laughs> some weird like vacation. stupid shit yeah stupid shit you know what i'm
1: saying so it's like city and state officials succumb to corruption cuz like you said smike can put their thumb on you everybody you know so much especially if you black like literally the whole fucking street family with deception that john street is involved in politics and they all corrupt middle street in federal prison right now for some corrupt bullshit that he did because he hooked up the member the building that collapsed on 20 something in market that killed them people seven people he approved the contract to the contractor that didn't have the insurance and the shit the liability ended up falling on the city because because of the oversight and it's just like bruh like niggas is literally selling contract man you got this certificate is valid no all right cool just get that drone updated at some point man huh (laughs) <laughs> Make sure you have my fifty thousand in large yeah. bills, nigga. Yeah. That sort of shit. So it's like people shit. are. So it's like if it was the city or the state that was convicting him, yeah, he might come home because they do dumb shit like a lot. Yeah. In the words of uh, uh, Sue Surf, in a lot they do dumb shit. In a lot, so it's like he would have a better shot. But because it's the feds, I'm just not that optimistic as you know other people are about yeah. the situation. Well, you know, um. they literally wrapped the whole crew up him, his brother, his cousins, like wrapped the whole crew up. And I know somebody that was dealing with one of them. I forget. I won't say who, but he was dealing with one of them. Basically, like his cousin, they grew up together. They like cousins or whatever. And he told him, like, bro, like you're doing too much. You no nah, 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 you need to turn this shit down. Nah, man, I'm out here. Nah, nah, nah. He's like, man, I changed my number. I blocked the nigga. Then I changed my number. Blocking him on social media, all that. He was like, seven, eight months later, he was a part of the indictment. He was like, I seen it coming. Like, you're doing too much. And you think, and the thing about it is, a lot of times when you're doing too much, you think ain't nobody paying attention, but everybody sees something. Yeah. Might be different,
0: you know, seen through different eyes. Exactly. So it might be different shit that people are focusing on, but everybody sees. Everybody sees what you're doing. It's funny, because the other day, uh, somebody had tweeted that... uh, niggas don't even be like really getting it they just want to be a part of street culture just to like say it and like yeah. oh i'm out here yeah and i think it was you was like yeah niggas be selling <laughs> the money selling drugs and <laughs> the money <laughs> how much money i made today sell this too. <laughs> Cause I remember chicks was to that shit. Like, y'all niggas be outside all day to come on broke. Like, what was you, selling money? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, niggas been trying fart. to get back for seven summers. Right? Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, you done had seven different chicks. You <clears throat> done had your baby mom income tax seven different times. Fuck that up. You done had poor. Fuck that up. You done had PPP now. Fuck that up. It's just like, bruh, like, what's the deal?
0: But I say that a lot. It's like, when it comes to a lot of people, pe- people have this thing where they more so want to be seen. Yeah. And they want to tell you about it. And they want to put it in your face. And it'd be like, yep. yo, the same way you could save up $5,000 or $10,000 and then go on Twitter, go on Instagram, go on Snapchat and be like, yeah, y'all niggas ain't stacking up 10 bands. I don't know what the fuck going on. It's like, bro, we do that and we work. It's <laughs> like, you don't have to make, you don't have to broadcast right. this shit. And it, it just baffles me at times It's just how... I sit sometimes, and I, I know people who live really good lives yeah.
1: that don't make any noise. Yeah, it was a tweet that went viral. Was It was like, as soon as a nigga make 2300 we all supposed to know what the fuck going on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Y'all know what the fuck Y'all going know on. Y'all know what the fuck going on. <laughs> with, the, with the spread down the sleeve. That might be the name of this. Y'all know what the fuck going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's real. Y'all know what the fuck going on with with six hundred dollars in in twenties yeah. and, t- and peach tens. Yeah, real shit. Y'all know what the fuck going on? No, we don't. Like, like it, j- it just it amazes me at how like anything niggas will use anything going on to let you know that you know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> right? <laughs> Even if they gotta indict themselves. I'm not even talking about going on some like. I mean, like just getting on a plane. A nigga will post a
1: picture on the plane. Y'all know what the fuck going on. And
0: it be like same
1: thing is going on with these other three hundred <laughs> passengers. A, a nigga posted a drone on the plane. It says, "Do it look like I sit? Do I look like I sit uh, exit row or something like that?" Because he had the extra space in the seat. And somebody that was on the plane seen it and was like, "He literally was sitting exit row when he when he posted." The, People are nuts
0: <laughs> Nuts It's like people who post Their receipt at
1: a restaurant That's or the t- Listen Public service announcement That is the tackiest shit You can do I don't understand Like what is the purpose You can't get that money back
0: It's literally to show people Yo I spent $500 on this meal <laughs> Y'all know what the fuck going on <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that all week <laughs> I don't know what the fuck going on Motherfucker go get a big Essentia The big one Nigga be on, on, in, in, in the gym Post a picture of the Essentia With his gloves
1: Y'all know what the fuck <laughs> going on <laughs> Healthy kidneys all 2021 Man you know it up. Thought it was a game <laughs> I got the 1.5 liter Yo
0: Dog Nigga
1: get a bottle of Ace of Spade <laughs> in the club. I don't know what the fuck going on. The bottle of Ace of Spade is so important to nightclub culture. I seen some, some niggas was in there drinking Ace or whatever like that. It might have been like a, it was a vanity night. So it might have been the Asians or whatever. So Man. they came in there with somebody's birthday. They bought a bottle Spade, Whoever birthday was. Da, 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 da. A nigga grabs the bottle of Spade with the backwash in it. And proceeds to walk around the club. <laughs> no, I got one better. For forty-seven than that. more minutes, like with the bottle. Niggas eating.
0: invited me to the to a, a little, little spot, whatever, whatever. I went there or whatever, and it was a group of about seven or eight niggas. And I watched it because I'm I have nothing else to do. <laughs> what, what, what else I'm What else am I doing? <laughs> they had one bottle of Ace of Spades, and it wasn't like. I don't know why I just assumed Ace of Spade bottles were bigger. I don't know if they had like a mini. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> regular size, baby. I, it seemed smaller than, a, yeah. than a, a bottle of, like a standard <laughs> bottle of champagne, like a 500 milliliter or whatever. And I mean, like, they had the bottle, and I'm talking about all of them individually. Took a picture with it. Got, like, okay, give me the bottle now, you take the phone. <laughs> And all of like and I was just like, yo, they really turned that that ace into like a, a
1: hoochie. <laughs> turned into a trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Semi semi pro football championship. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like they all
0: took a picture with the the bottle. Yeah, that's sick. I've watched niggas like when I've gone to like, you know, I don't go out much, but I've yeah. going out and I've watched niggas like where they they'll be standing there. Standing there. And then like they'll see the phone and somebody taking a picture, they'll grab like this bottle and that bottle <laughs> and the hookah pen and, <laughs> and you you be like what the fuck
1: and it just be like like and then it be the caption be off guards nothing off guard but you no. knew they were taking this picture no
0: you knew you knew what the fuck was going yeah. on then somebody comment with the hundred emoji and they reply to the hundred emojis with um. Y N T what is the draw? Uh,
1: oh uh you y, YKTV? You know the vibes, <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I knew I was too old to be I in like the I, hate you, I knew I was too old to be in the club anymore when somebody when niggas kept posting YKTV and I didn't know what it meant. And it I'm took like, me two
0: years. And I'm I didn't want to ask nobody. I
1: had, I had to ask a young girl like, so, like yo <laughs> <what> you, <laughs> <laughs> What the what the YKTV mean? Oh, you know the vibes. I'm like, uh I did know the vibes. I, I knew this whole time. <laughs> I, mean. I knew this whole time. I did know the vibes. I did know. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: literally knew the vibes. Let me tell you how I found out. I saw it on the nigga page. Same joke. Somebody commented the hundred emoji, and he responded YKTV, and then uh. The, the person who originally commented 100 emojis was like already unk and and I was just like why KTV like what the fuck could that
1: possibly I mean I thought it was a television network <laughs> I thought it was some social media television network that everybody was tagging I typed it into Google <laughs> I was
0: like I can't figure this shit out man <laughs> that shit was driving me up a wall I'm like yo I really I can't figure this shit out We're going to get to the bottom of this. And I typed it into Google, and the shit came up on Twitter where somebody was like, why KTV? And then somebody responded like, yeah, the vibes is heavy, sis. And I was like, oh, you know the vibes. (laughs) I'm like,
1: oh, shit. Same as you, I did know the vibes. I, did. I, did. I knew, the vibes. I knew the, the vibes. The problem with not knowing the vibes is when you figure it out what it means, you, you realize, realize you, you knew the vibes the whole, the whole time, time. You knew the vibes. I did know the vibes. Yeah. I'm disappointed in me because I knew the vibes, but I
0: didn't know. I, I knew the vibes, but just didn't know how to word the vibes <laughs> that I knew. <laughs>
1: Shit is crazy. Uh, I swear, I was like. But yeah, yeah, I googled it. I, I thought was... Dame
0: Dash had a new TV network. I'm like, what the hell is YKTV? <laughs> it drove me up a wall, yo, for like a good year and a half. Yeah, I was about to DM. Every time, every time, I, every time I would see it, I would just be like, "What the fuck does that mean? What does it mean?" <laughs> 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 Remember, remember Dave Chappelle the when the when the bull got shot by the IRS? He was like you wanna know the key to making this season this season more successful than the other ones? He was like you gotta you gotta he said come on nigga talk to me <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was like Somebody help me out with this shit. Anybody
1: out there. <laughs> you know the vibes. Real shit. Yeah, that that all drove me crazy. Oh, yeah, that's real. YKTV. Last yeah, I straight, I straight was like the boy uh, Ratchet Lou on the bus. Like, you know, what the what did what YKTV mean?
0: Oh. Oh, can we the feds are in
1: town? Oh. Speaking so about the feds, the let's fed, be on that. The feds are super in town. I actually saw Feds the other day. Hey. Yeah, 52nd and Street. So Dave uh you know, the 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 the, the, the lore it the was the street lore of the feds. It was it was twitching. crazy at how it happened.
0: I went to go get some Jamaican food. And they did just like the movie, like I mean like television shows. The car, it looked normal. Yeah. I thought it was just like the a transformer. I thought it was just like <laughs> a regular ass Impala yeah. LTZ. And it was literally like the you heard the whoop 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 that shit and they flipped down the visors. And the lights is on the visors, and they jumped in the middle lane and whoo, were flying down 52nd Street. Then a fucking another truck came behind the flying, was like a black explorer. Then another truck came flying behind them, and that was like a um uh a, a, like a 150 or something. And they were Man. ripping down my fucking. I was just like, what the fuck was that? Let me get this cabbage and get the <laughs>
1: fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. So the, the the street lore of the the Fed presidents in Philly has spread quickly. I was told that they have a uh. Porsche Panamera, that they have several Malibu's, uh, Explorers. This was Explorer, Impala, and the F-150. Um, the Impalas, and they said it was another oh, Range Rover. Okay. Unmarked Range Rover also. That's probably the supervisor. Yeah. They got the Range Rover or whatever. But yeah, the the you know, the gun violence over the last, you know, two, three, four years. Uh, you know, has led to the Fed presence being here in Philadelphia. You actually have 13 different law enforcement organizations that all now have a presence in Philly that are working together to come here, bust some heads, sweep niggas up, put a good show in on the news, and then return back to D.C. and Albany, New York, or wherever the hell that, you know, they're stationed at. Yeah. And um, the U.S. attorney was on television during the press conference and said, citizens of Philadelphia, or criminals of Philadelphia, whatever he said, you need to think twice before you commit that act of violent crime because if you do you will feel dread unlike anything you have ever experienced in life we will find we will hunt you down and we will find you and that same day niggas went and uh, shot like 11 year old girl on reno street in Philly. so it's just like either y'all didn't get the memo y'all just don't care or y'all playing on snitching when they catch up to you. But either way, streets of Philly, North Philly shooters, West Philly shooters, Southwest shooters, Frankfurt shooters, y'all need to cool the fuck out. Right. Because, unfortunately, just like Ab, they're going to be making examples out of y'all, and it's it's going to be stuff like simple, like, you know, discharging of a firearm and all that, 15 years. Right. Attempt murder, 37 years. It's going to be situations like that. And what's going to end up happening, and I alluded to this on last show, is that the feds are going to impact the streets the way that they did the mob, where people are no longer scared of they opt from four blocks away. They're so worried about the feds that they'll just tell on you to avoid going to jail for right. 40, 50, 60 years. 150 murders through, like, the, the, the first three
0: cold months. Is wild. Like we only had one eighty degree day this year. And what's wild is, do you know that was the day when we had like it was mass shooting. That, that day. was the 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 sugar house. Uh, what's the sh- social? That was that day. Yeah. Like that eighty degree day.
1: Like did a kid got the, shot. Did you see the, the, the video shit from that? Yeah. Shooting? It was so weird. Like, Turns out it was like two shooters. Oh, okay. Because I saw the one person was like was like uh like a quarter of a block away. Yeah. And he just started firing. Yeah, he was, was at the Luke Oil at Spring Garden. <laughs> <It's just> like- <laughs> yeah. And them niggas go right there. And he was like niggas. a, and he was like a spicy shooter. He was up. walking out of chrome. <laughs> just decided, fuck it. And he was a spicy shooter. He walked up on on this, yeah, thing, swinging a blick and just ra ra He had a he had a gratita and just spun off. <laughs> he was bugging. Yeah man. And see, I didn't know it was two shooters, so they surrounded him. That's wild. Cause I'm sitting here like it don't look like he shot no seven people. but I seen people dropping. And I was just like, Yo, what's yeah. going on here? It's
0: wild out yeah, here, man. Niggas is
1: bugging, man. So you know, the safest place to be at this point is in the house, uh, <laughs> or not in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, not Purr. in Philadelphia. Per per. Uh, and, you know, one thing I peeped the other day driving
0: through North Philly, like 29th Street, because I do the the, the Forty Nine. E- everything's just so aggressive. Motherfuckers are driving aggressive, and here go the crazy part: is Bruh. motherfuckers is slamming into shit and crashing, and then getting out and fighting.
1: Like yes, yeah, I, I had a tweet the other day. I said Philly people don't believe in insurance. They believe in if you hit my car, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my. That's a perfect it, way to put it. either that, or they, or they got the skirt skirt policy where they hit you and then skirt off. It's one or the other. It's either you will catch these hands and feet, or I'm skirting off.
0: My my no man, my man driving the bus the other day. He had the red light. Boom! Somebody I run in the back of the bus. He get off. He come back. Chicks in there, he like, dang, you know, hit the jump. All right, I'm about to call it in. Da-da-da. She like, I gotta stay here. He like, I mean, yeah, yeah you didn't hit the jump. So he's like, he walked back up the front, he on the phone. He's like, 'cause I'm on the phone, she chucking the deuces at the <laughs> whip. <window." laughs> All right, I guess she ain't back there no more. <laughs> she got it. Yo, like, Crazy,
1: man. They nuts. Yeah, I seen a John the other I seen a bunch of videos. I seen a on the other day. I think it was in South Philly. This girl was whooping this guy ass. I seen that. She was going to work I, on him. I didn't him. like that. I, I, I don't know what happened. Apparently he hit a bunch of people's cars and uh-huh. was trying to drive off. And somebody told her, because I guess she the neighborhood knocking nigga out. <laughs> the neighborhood knocking a nigga out supposed to Yeah, and she this she got dispatched to the location. <laughs> And then she was she was from here. She was like sugar raying his Hey, where you at, baby? Yeah, man, she, she was sugar Ray in his prom. She was all of these, like. Yo, the nigga get ready to leave. You better get out she here. Hit a, she hit him with a that's a big 10-4 dog. I'm on my way. She hit him with a barrage of punches. Yeah. She was up. Was, she had a, technique.
0: That's a 10-4 big dog. I'm on my way out there. Yeah, right. she she went though. Work on him. Somebody hit a bunch of cars in the skate, man. It's like. Sounds fucked up, but it's just like this is why you have comprehensive and collision. Exactly. The other day, I bumped the fuck. Into my- I'm about to do run after your car like fucking
1: comet. Like, I been, f- I've been praying for somebody to hit my accord for two <laughs> oh, years. Listen. Since I got the bitch. Please I'm hit my you right,
0: Tell you right now, this Patreon cracking, <laughs> nigga. Somebody hit this Lexus, I'm getting a port. <laughs> hit it. <laughs> I don't give a I'm fuck. I'm
1: just like, damn, I'm like, yo, all Ugh. the floods, all the hit and run, I can't get none Dug. of them wrong. I just Dug. up
0: my insurance policy. Dug. Please hit this car. Dog, I got Gap, nigga. Even if I'm on the wrong side of shit, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hit that bitch. <laughs> like seriously. Take it out. Like, but I'm but I'm not about to run after your car
1: like a golden retriever. I God. got the GT now. I'm trying to uh, somebody hit this Honda. I'm gonna go get a GLE 53 or a 63 tomorrow. God. Please hit this show.
0: Listen, I'm telling you. Like I, I never understand that that mentality of like, oh you hit my car, pussy, get out. <laughs> That's, it's go you gotta, time. You got to
1: see me. <laughs> it's go Listen, time. Listen, a nigga hit my car years ago. I had a burgundy uh, Monte Carlo two-door joint. Super clean. I had to go out Amish country to go pick this John up. I got this burgundy Monte Carlo. I had the joint probably for about like a little, probably like eight, nine months or something like that. I'm going, uh, I'm coming down Walnut Street right around like, I'm coming from 50th. I'm at the intersection of 51st and Walnut. Uh. Somebody come barreling toward the light. Yo, the nigga ran a
0: red light today at 84 from Lindbergh. Like, it it, it fucked me up. I was like, oh, it's green.
1: Like, I almost took <laughs> oh, off. <right. laughs> he flew past me. Nigga come behind me. Boom. Blow my whole back of my car up. Push me through the light, the whole thing. So I do what any sensible person with auto insurance would do. I pull over, get out, assess the damages. This nigga's backing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the nigga going away <laughs> from you. <laughs> yeah. This nigga, he from here with it back. I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> Meanwhile, the back of my car looked like a shark bitten yeah. to it. This nigga backs up, goes slide right up 51st Street toward, it's going southbound toward Baltimore <laughs> Avenue, and I'm just sitting out there looking like an idiot.
0: You ever see somebody trying to leave after accident, and the car won't go into gear, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> I watched a nigga do that shit one day. I was like, man, just get out and run.
1: <laughs> just get out and run.
0: <laughs> I'm mean, that shit not going in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing he was revving the shit out of this joint trying to get it out of there
1: Yo, it was like, the, Yo. it was this video that went viral uh, <sighs> it went viral twice it went viral like a year ago then it went viral again like <clears throat> three weeks ago boy in atlanta he on uh thinking on either 85 or 75 he and a challenger he just got this challenger whatever like two three weeks ago somebody hits his challenger in like an infinity what's the damn infinity the g the g37 the coupe. The two four door G oh, thirty seven. No, it's like a G fifty. The little John. Yeah, it was like, like an older one. The the G thirty seven is the coupe. Oh, the coupe. So it's a, a thirty five or a fifty. One of. The okay. Oh yeah. Before the fifty it was thirty five. Yeah. Right. So right. he hit his car or whatever. This fool is recording. The person in the challenger is recording, having a full blown meltdown, chasing behind this bull, trying to get him to stop. I think hip hop since nineteen eighty seven got the video, but he's like losing his mind. He like. Yo, this nigga hit my whip. He trying to get away. Yo, this nigga hit my whip. He trying to get away. Yo, this nigga hit my whip. He trying to get away. So then he pull up. He's like, then dude finally pull over. He get off the highway. pull over He's like, yo, you hit my, you hit my whip, bro. You trying to, you trying to get away? He's like, I need, I need your name, bro. I need your name. I need your name, bro. I need your name. <laughs> Dude's like, yo, come the fuck down. <laughs> said, I'm sorry, man. Calm the fuck down. I said, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> my girl car, you know what I'm saying? I ain't mean to hit yeah. you. To the, no, I need your name or something, bro. I need your name. I need you. He's like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> the nigga was trying to go. Oh, oh, man. Listen.
0: <laughs> Shout out G Ray, because I know he listened to this shit. Yo, Peep. G Ray telling us the story the other day. <laughs> he said he was driving at 33. The nigga was behind him at 22nd and Lehigh and was trying to get around the bus. So, you know, when mama can try around a bus, they do it just about anything. Yeah. He was like, the nigga was trying his hardest To get the fuck around him At 22nd and Lehigh Couldn't get around him So he's like They go to the next block Somerset He was like As he poking out with the car It's traffic coming So he can't yeah. go around him He's like India He was like uh, What's the next What's after Somerset Is it Com- Ca- Cambria Whatever the fuck One of the streets is Same fuck yeah, block- He was like They got the 22nd of Indiana <laughs> He was like the light was yellow but he was like I see the older lady coming up like from around the corner like oh I know she wants the joke because she always get on it so he was like the light was yellow he pulled up and stopped the, and, and like stopped on the yellow like yeah. didn't go <laughs> <laughs> he said the young boy sped up on the side of <laughs> got out the car was like oh hey you do that shit again I'll fuck you up don't you ever do no shit like that so the people the bus like what did you do he's like I stopped at the red
1: I <laughs> stopped at the red light.
0: The young boy was like, I'll smoke you, man. Don't you ever do no shit like that again. I'm like, oh, these niggas is nuts driving these cars, dog. They insane. They, the whole Philly is just, it's like a reckless, dangerous yeah. vibe everywhere. It's like Mad Max. Everywhere, dog. Everywhere. And it's not just the guys, it's the women, too. The nigga, the other day, dog, I'm on the 49, I'm pulling in. I'm pulling in. I'm done. So you think about it. I'm done. So you know (laughs) I'm 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 driving fast. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pulling into the motherfucking depot. I'm done. I'm coming down 33rd Street. The nigga is balling on the wrong side of 33rd Street coming around the bus. (coughs) He had to jam on a brace because the motherfucker was coming off the little block on the 33rd Street. So he had to jam on the brakes. When he jammed on the brakes, I go past him. He come flying back up at like Huntington and pull up on the side of me. I'm like, yo, why are you driving like that, dog? Yeah. I'm like, you and your lady car acting a fool. He's like, pussy, you ain't my lady car? Fuckers, you talking about? I'm like, nigga, the steering wheel was like pink fur on it. it no, on it. it was like a um, like a
1: disco ball. <laughs> <laughs> like the <laughs> steering wheel had all this shimmery shit on. I'm like, I know that ain't your fucking I you car. I ain't gonna R and S buy this dumbass steering wheel the fuck cover. Are you Wow. Stupid.
0: Like, dog, it like niggas really just outside, just on <laughs> reckless everything. Nonsense. Man. Nonsense, man. Be safe. The feds is out this motherfucker, man. Uh oh, Quando Rondo. Listen, man. For those
1: of you that haven't, <laughs> that haven't seen this. It's,
0: it's a, it's 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 honestly,
1: it might be one of the strangest interviews I've ever seen. Of all seen. time. Yeah. Of all time. So Quando Rondo did an interview with Angie Gagee from, Angela Guggy. Angela Guggy from uh, Power 105 to Breakfast Club because everybody's trying to get into the one-on-one interview content game uh, because they realize that it's still COVID. People in the house, people looking for shit to watch, people will pretty much watch anything, especially if it's uh, celebrity-driven or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> so it's one of them scenarios where um, it's one of them scenarios where he obviously paid her to be there, flew her to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. they in the back of one of young boy cars, I'm presuming, because I don't know where Quando Rondo got a, a Cullinan from. Right. So he's in the back of one of a young, boy, uh, young boy's Cullinan or what have you, and it's literally the strangest interview of all time. He's obviously paranoid beyond belief, like probably hot out of his mind. He's looking around. He fidgety. He... Just keep using the same words over and over and over and over and over again. And the tone of the interview was very apologetic. And what makes that so strange is he puts out a song every week Mm -hmm. where he basically says, like, we did what we had to do. Y'all niggas was lacking. Y'all had y'all polls. I'll do it again. (laughs) I'll do it again. Like So it's just like you keep popping shit in your music, but... You do this interview trying to get sympathy because nobody will book you for no shows because they don't want the fear of violence in the show getting shot up. You can't go nowhere because it's. I mean, he'd be out though. He'd be ducking and he'd be in and out of shit. Mm. Uh, because it's a bounty on your head, and it was it's bounties on all of them apparently. Him, young boy, all of them. That's affiliated with nba uh and he basically tried to paint this picture of like i need to know what was happening like i i ain't know we had no problem it was cool however the problem with this theory is that von's manager has already done 10 interviews basically saying that von told you i'm gonna beat you when i see you <laughs> so I mean, how don't you know it's a problem if a nigga tell you I'm a beat on you when I see you and then he beats on you when he see you? I, what's I, the confusion I, about? I, can I give an opinion or, or
0: or not you, even a, like my opinion but just juxtaposition? Yeah. For, for for yourself, you out at the club, you with your little brother. You got several brothers. Mm-hmm. You with your what's your brother that's just like you? Um, you say his name all the time. Oh, Zach! Zach, the one that acts just like you. Yeah. You out with Zach? Y'all at the club. You get out the car, walking around, and you see, uh, just whoever from you know social media, whatever, whatever, coming down through the crowd, and he haul off and punch you dead in the fucking face. Your little brother gonna act. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. So they, they so, did what needed to be done. So I, 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 like the like for everybody that had this thing with with. Quando Rondo, like, oh man, you you took Von from us and da-da-da-da-da. And it just like he didn't even take Von like right. in, in all actuality, Quando Rondo got out of the truck and got his head punched off. Yeah, for and sure. And looked up, and his his little brother was, yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's not that wild of a concept. Yeah, that- and I think it's it's gotten blown out of
1: proportion on every angle. But it's like what you say all the time, it's like. It like who we like more matters exactly, and it's and it's like we like Von more than we like you. Yeah, so this you kid out is like market. he he. I just don't like the way
0: I don't like hearing it. <laughs> so it's just like I can understand why people's like no. I'm did you notice he kept saying understandment?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get some understandment, ma'am.
0: Ma'am. No, nah, ma'am. You feel me? Man, look, ma'am. I I gotta turn this shit off. I can't watch this. <laughs> there's and, there's and, three parts. And Angela fucking Yee is like.
1: <sighs> DJ Academics was reviewing the interview. He was like, Angela Yee, you look like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, yeah, <laughs> that like, that's the whole time. It's like, what am I doing here? He could have just went live for that Like you didn't even need her to do that Yeah You got 3 million followers You got however many uh, uh, Probably 500,000, 700,000 subscribers on YouTube Like you didn't need Angela Yee to do that No But what they do is And Joe Button was saying this about like When 6ix9ine was trying to do his comeback trail Mm -hmm. And do all these interviews They try to get In the room with somebody credible to make it like you're co-signing what they're saying, even if you push back, with in the actual body of the interview, the 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 optics is that you agree with they at least with some of what they're saying, or you wouldn't have sat down. Because what it's
0: gonna say is Rondo has sit down with
1: Angela Yee. Yeah. So the casual person that doesn't take the time to waste six minutes of their life right. three times is just gonna say, Oh, damn, like damn, you like you would you you down with NBA? Like what's up with you? Like it's gonna turn into that situation. Right. As opposed to people viewing the situation uh objectively and just saying, oh, she just being a journalist, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, you being a journalist at what cost? I'm pretty sure you make probably at least a mil a year on the radio at power. Like, you got the number one most syndicated radio show in the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you making plenty paper when it comes to your regular job. Then you have lip service, which is with a podcast network. So you're making right. paper for that. So it's just like you don't – like, certain stuff is like you don't need to do this. Not, you don't need to be in this. You don't need to be in this. No. Because – then it it, it it places you in the middle of something, it's like you cosigning it and even though you not. But the average retarded fan is not gonna be able to separate right. or deduce that the way that Chad and Matt are because right. we got sense. Oh you oh you fucking with the ops. Everybody think they from fucking sixty fourth yeah. street now in Inglewood in yeah. Chicago so it's gonna turn into one of them things and it's like why open yourself up to unnecessary scrutiny for a bag of money that you didn't realize? because I saw so many people like yo she looks ridiculous why is she doing this
0: she she's stupid and it's just like
1: it's it, a, this a this an L you got to hold this L this yeah. is a this is an L all the way around the board we we people close to the situation are looking at this like he's capping he's lying like he's playing dumb. If you're going to play dumb, why even do the interview? It's the same thing like with Tory Lanez, where he went live and s- for 45 minutes and said nothing yeah. about the Megan situation. Like you, d- you just danced around the, yeah. the shooting for 45 minutes. It's like, why? Like just say nothing. Like, <laughs> Charlamagne said, I refuse to believe you, you spoke s- there for, <laughs> for two hours. hours.
0: Uh, that's funny as shit a, but it's, I, I I couldn't take him for 5 minutes let alone it he's he's, in, he's insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect word for him. He's it. insufferable. It's like, bro, like what are you talking about? Yeah. My understanding, ma'am
1: <laughs> Like I man the big bro <laughs> cuz the big bro then he then later on he had to I clarify. Kids, then later man. on he had to clarify. Oh, I I call everybody big bro, but you know, the young boy that's big bro, bro. Yeah, like when but I the s- other rapper, I don't want to say his name, but that's big bro too. When
0: I see shit like that, I my instantly my, my instantly my instant thought is like where are his parents?
1: Yeah. That's what I thought when I first seen him. like, where is my. Well, apparently he like grew up in foster homes and all that. Like he was like a ward of the state. Hmm. Cause it, it's
0: just no reason for somebody to sound like that. Yeah. Understandment. Like I
1: that you can't even make that cool. Yeah, that's, you, you made that up. You just made that you up, just made that up. Like You just made that up like you do know there's a sh- and there's a shorter more efficient way to say what you're trying to say Right my understanding. Yeah of. Like how did how did how did he how, jumped over understanding? how did you understand
0: how did your stand get a mint? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it <laughs> How did your stand get a myth because I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get some <laughs> understanding now. <laughs> I don't understand how the fuck this happened. I, I get that you was trying to understand, but where did you get the mint from? Where did the mint come from? He put a mint on understand. <laughs> that's the that's the craziest.
1: And shit now, I, ironically, I don't know what you meant. Now, yeah, now
0: I'm lost. <laughs> that 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 shit was bizarre. That was a bizarre interview, yo. And then he had the book bag on with the mask, and he keeps looking around, He's driving in circles, and then.
1: She she almost looked like she was like sedated. I'm like, oh, that shit is nuts. Yo, Angela Yee looked like they uh like Bane kidnapped her and put her on a cargo plane yeah. and then <laughs> flew her to route. Like she didn't know where she was going. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing just was strange, man. And apparently the reason why she did the interview is because she's real cool with Fee. Who's Lil Wayne's brother mm-hmm. that manages that runs NBA and manages Young Boy and manages Quan So he called in a favor probably because everybody else was like, "Fee, get the, get fuck, the, fuck, out the fuck out of here!" here. Yeah, damn. Angela Gigi boy, <laughs> strange ass interview. And yeah, Charlie hey. and May said, "I can't believe you talked to him for two hours." The popular mm-hmm. YouTuber. EDP445. Who is that? You don't know who EDP445? The Eagles fan, the big fat, bald dude. Oh, the big boy! Yeah. The uh the boy to be like, what the fuck was yeah. that? <laughs> That's crazy. He got busted trying to uh have yeah? sex with a 13-year-old. What are you saying there? What's Taylor talking about? <laughs> I said yeah, he, like, got bu- he got busted like on like a mini, you know, because they stopped to catch a predator. So now you got these different little internet company people that know like this shit drive traffic. So like they 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 got him red-handed. He's sending pictures of himself. <laughs> you got me red-handed. <laughs> you figured me out. <laughs> you figured me out. Not to make jokes about trying to sleep with a 13-year-old. 13-year-old. But. He was sending some filthy messages too. Like, I can't wait for you to sit on my face. And I'm just like, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I in, could- in the state of California, the attempt is a charge. Like just the fact that you made contact, a sexual, try to make sexual contact with a minor is an automatic charge. So, is something going to come from this? But yeah, he's he basically he's done. Like it's over. Like who's gonna you're a ch- you a pedophile. Like who's gonna listen to you about anything anymore, other than other pedophiles? Dang. Yeah, he's he's toast. That had, that broke story broke over the weekend. Dang. He looked extra crazy. <laughs> yeah, he looked extra crazy. I can't believe they stayed. And they got him to admit that that's what he was trying to do on camera. So he's toast. This was like the 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 cops had like didn't. No, did like a sting? it was it wasn't a sting. It was just like some internet production company. Oh wow. That traps predators and they got his ass. Damn. Yeah, filthy Joe.
0: I saw the one Joe where the bull, he was like a um. I forgot what he did for a living. He was like a Something, but it was same type John. Like, it was some people just, nick- like, motherfuckers with a camera, and yeah. they, they set him up, and he was running through the parking lot and shit <laughs> trying to get away from him. That's a wild John. Like, yeah. damn. And he was kind of funny, too. He was
1: hilarious. Yeah.
0: Because he had a couple Johns. With, uh, he had
1: two million YouTube subscribers. Damn. It's over. You're done. Because I know YouTube standards and practices. You out of here. Let's see. Uh... I know they go about to delete his channel for sure, for sure. Yeah, trust the trust and safety department for YouTube. Yeah, trust. <laughs> You're out of there. <laughs>
0: trust and safety
1: You're department. You're out of there, bucko. It's crazy how motherfuckers be like that
0: and you just, you don't know their names. Yeah, that's him. Boy, to be screaming and hollering with the fucking number seven
1: jersey on. Yep. And shit. Yep, that's that freak. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, this nigga was wildin'. Yep, EDP 445 El Sico. Damn, nigga done lost half his fucking following. Did he? Hmm. Damn that's like when uh when they had that when when the b simone shit broke <laughs> and then you Come seen their man. you seen their followers yeah. go from, from up from from like 750 it was like a it was like a mil two down to like twitter is the worst place to
0: go whenever something's <laughs> happening let's just say edp when a grown man shows up instead of a 13 year old what the fuck you doing here nigga
1: <laughs> identify yourself who the fuck are you
0: And I instantly know because I see this video all the time of him (laughs) holding the gun. Who the fuck are you, nigga? (laughs) Y'all ridiculous, man. EDP 445, 4 plus 4 plus 5 equals 13. He been
1: trying to tell us. That's funny as shit. 4 plus 4 plus 5 equals 13. What, man? Damn. Damn, EDP. Yeah, freak, freak body, boy. Yeah, they they going to treat him real nice in jail. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty wicked. The uh Uh only thing else I really got <coughs> is uh Uh, core uh Philly artist Core signed to uh Dreamchasers this past weekend. Um he's million dollar plus deal. He signed with DC Rock Nation and Republic. Republic's actually the best label in the world. Shout out to Republic Records. Um and he they I talked to some people close to the situation. So they told me about the deal splits and all that. So it's definitely over a mill. Uh, they said that Meek was like super active and excited to get the deal done because he need like a flagship artist. So he's going to get behind them, make sure that the shit get pushed. All their business affairs is going through Republic. So they ain't got to wait for the chasers to do shit. OK,
0: you've changed the name of this show. What does this mean? I'm lost with you know this. What the fuck going on? Ah, <laughs> oh, because I, I I saw the YK and I just thought it was some you know the vibes. <laughs> I'm
1: just like, what the fuck does that mean now?
0: All right, yeah, you know what the fuck going on? Yeah, okay, but yeah, shout out to core man. I'm yeah, happy for him. I core. like core a lot.
1: Yeah, he was uh previously signed to E One. He had a two album deal with E One, and then I think he did another one off with another company. It might have been Empire or something like that. And then uh, now he's with uh, you know, he got a multi album deal with Dream Chasers, Rock Nation, and uh. Republic but most the most important part of the puzzle is Republic they are gonna make sure that what need to be done get done he already know who his A&R is all of that they gonna open the budget soon to do his first EP and then they're gonna do an album after that so that's what's
0: up man I'm happy for, yeah, nigga. for sure gotta get him up here for sure gotta be decent
1: Mel we gotta get core up here
0: yeah Thank real you. shit the um I, I want to say this before we end Snoop Dogg legitimately might have to like become a real live boxing announcer for sure Like, he's awesome. Did you see him the other night? He had on a bandana suit. When Jake Paul started socking him, he's like, go give me my fucking money, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yo, I need Snoop as a real live announcer for real live sporting events. The fact that he bet a bag on that nigga to knock him the fuck out and he's screaming it while he's doing the broadcast is fucking excellent, man.
1: I fucked with Snoop dog They I said, that they said that all the uh, all of the detractors, I guess the people that bet the other way, this shit was rigged, blah blah blah. You see the boy um he he kept
0: sending the boy cash app requests for what he bet on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept getting denied and shit. I like mean, people stupid as shit, man. The, um And he's supposed to did the fight with Floyd get canceled? That was
1: his brother. Was to, oh, Logan was supposed, supposed to fight Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. Okay. You know Floyd just a attention whore. He was never fighting that boy. Did you
0: see the shit with Floyd and the boy in Miami?
1: Yes, man. Where he's gonna beat him? You record up? my car. I'm gonna knock you the fuck out in front of your wife.
0: He said this little fucking guy gets out of <laughs> 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 the little fucking man I've ever seen. He <laughs> said that he take the mask off. It's Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd out here trying to rumble over the over the uh, Rolls truck. I seen a Rolls truck the other day. Red do looked real real Dang. good. Hey, they're nice. I like them color. I need. Me. I need a color.
1: It's a little. It's a little. It's a bit much, but it's like, they it nice. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I rented a Lamb truck when I was in Miami. They cool. It's on the same platform as the uh, Audi. It's a SQ8. Q8. Yeah. I say
0: it. Uh, I literally. i me and my 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 man Steve. Literally doubled the like, money. We we karma, so we talk about this shit all the time. And literally, I was saying that shit. I'm like, it's literally
1: the same chassis. It's the same. It's an SQ8. Same everything. It's the same everything. Yeah, SQ8 is one thirty. A Lamb truck starting two, at two forty five. So it's like you could save a buck twenty and go get another car,
0: on some, top or of some it. hose <laughs> and you know, yeah. whatever the you fuck. Trick whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you get into. So it's like yeah, no, nah, like as much as we hate six nine, like I agree. He got a video where he's like I, he got all these cars lined up. Like these are my cars, and they probably not his
1: cars. Yeah, they're but, probably definitely not his cars. But he
0: got a. Um, a Lamborghini Aventador A red one look gorgeous And he was saying He was like All you niggas Running to go get these Fucking lamb trucks Them shits is corny You really get some fun Fucking paper Get you an Aventador And I always say that shit Like the URSS is just Kind of like It's Motherfuckers is doing it Because it's the lamb truck yeah. It's the truck That's the Lamborghini It looks like
1: the but damn But it's It's,
0: um- it's not it's not a, a. It's not something you get on some performance
1: shit. Yeah, it's just because it's the land. It's like the. Yeah. It, thing. it has like eight engine settings and like seven of them are all automatic. <laughs> like, so it's like that tells yeah. you everything that you need to know. But like yeah, the Aventador, the SVJ, you know those. are Hard the Hard question. Can you explain to me, and it's okay if you can't, the difference between a Taycan and a Panamera? The Taycan is electric. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it has to be something else to it because.
0: Here's the thing with the Panamera, because honestly, that's the car I want. Is the, the Panamera? I want a Panamera. I really like the GTS.
1: The GTS I, is crazy.
0: I don't. I'm like, I've had a conversation with Steve. I'm not the turbo. To me, is like it's not an everyday car. Yeah. Now the thing with the Panamera that makes the Panamera so ridiculous, like car insiders all know this shit. Do you know? So like a Camry or a Avalon or a. a uh, give me another car, like a uh, Ford. A, 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 a what, a Honda Accord. Honda Accord, a Ford Tour. Do you know that there be trim packages within yeah. the car, like your car? There's a AMG a 40 43 yeah, for 53 63 and a 63 63 63 and 63 S. that's like normal standard practices for like cars there will be four or five trim packages the panamera has 19 trim packages <laughs> so it's like <laughs> this is the dumb shit that
1: porsche yeah. does because so, there's a panamera four the panamera four it's there's a, a panamera 4s I'm about, it's, a
0: it's, four, a, it's a four it's a 4s it's a gts it's a turbo it's a hybrid turbo it's a hybrid gts there's a executive turbo the executive turbo doesn't even release in america i actually saw an executive turbo on uh germantown pike going in and it froze me because i'm just like whoever got that got some serious because that shit came from germany (laughs) they don't even be releasing them shits over here it's literally it's the equivalent of like a maybach 62 but with the turbo power in it so it's like the fastest joint but it's got an extra 8 inches of fucking wheelbase space it's great the back door it doesn't it looks unreal when you see it on the street because it's like it fucked me up I'm like what the fuck is that and I'm like it's no way and I got behind it I'm like shit that's an exact turbo turbo. god damn and he had it done up with like the black I mean, it was all black with green brake calipers mm. with the green emblem in the hood. I'm like, that mm. shit looked nasty. I'm like, whoever that was, <laughs> yeah. was, Bradley Cooper or somebody <laughs> out here wilding and shit. But the Taycan is all electric. All electric, right. So it's fast as shit. I think it goes like 0 to 60 and like 2.1 or some retarded. What? Because, you know, electric shit, it's electric. Yeah. So it's literally... Vzz- you know, it's doing that shit. Yeah. And the top speed on it, I think is like 185 or something, which Dang. is nuts for a sedan. So it's like, yeah, it's fast as shit. Yeah. But it's all and they're expensive than a motherfucker yeah. too. They
1: cost more than the, the Panamera Turbo. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I'm just like, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, all right, so like, I'm like, what purpose is this vehicle? So I'm like, it's got to be electric. And mm-hmm. I just never really took the time to investigate. Yeah. But I kept seeing definitely electric.
0: I don't really like them though. No. I, I like, I respect what they are, but like look wise, I don't that electric shit. It's like. They haven't perfected decent rims yeah. and just all of that. Like Even with the, the Teslas, it's one Tesla I like. I think it's the R. It's either the R or the S. It's one of them I really like. The rest of them, I'm like, mm. yeah. the XC90 is cool. The truck with the doors that lift up, yeah. that shit is cool. I mean, not the XC90. The um, that's the Model board. X. Model X. It's like, that shit is cool. The doors lift up or whatever. Yeah. But even still, it's just like, mm, nah, I, I wouldn't. But yeah, no, the Taycan is is all electric. Porsche's Porsche is really crazy as shit because you can go get like, let's say you go get a nine eleven, right? Yeah. Nine eleven base price one forty eight, I think, for the for the regular Carrera. By the time you get done with the you Porsche option book. When it was a book, it was like, yeah. they have like 80,000 in options. So you go get like, say you go get it, which I love. I'm I kind of like too big for one, which is the Targa. Like you go get like a Targa for us. they like 165. By the time you get done with the options, this shit could be 230. Because <laughs> there's just that much and uh, you can customize. Dog, the Panamera got eight different headlight options. And I'm just like, this is the stupid shit I be talking yeah. about. Like we got. Headlights, then we got the drawling headlights. <laughs> then we got the headlights that draw and turn around <laughs> the corner before you do. Then we got the headlights that draw, turn around the corner, and auto dim when you go. <laughs> right. It's crazy as shit. So it's like that's how crazy their options shit yeah, can tripping. get. They got yeah. scream like that. Yeah. Porsche. But that's that Like that's the thing with yeah. Porsche. It's like the fact that it's so much. It's almost like with Rolls Royce and uh Rolls Royce is actually above Bentley now with their bespoke program. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like you literally you go to their like uh factory in London, you literally can build the Cullinan, the wraith, whatever right. the way you want. And then once you get into like like if you go to like Brabus or Mansory, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people when Drake say the Mansory kit it out with every option. Like that that carbon fiber shit that they get into they can literally like build you a car yeah like they can take a car where it's like a phantom that cost four hundred thousand. 000 by time mansuri get done with it that shit might be 850 right <laughs> <laughs> just go build you another phantom out yeah. of just bullshit it's crazy you getting that high-end car shit is yeah it could go left fast i know me for a fact i i come into like 15 million i could Stunner.
1: <laughs> I can go full stunner. I can have 40 whips can't my fuck me with kind of them whips
0: yeah playboy like I, I could have 50 whips funniest shit before we end this I watched a uh, lottery change my life the nigga won the lot he won the powerball for 30 32 million and he took the cash so the cash payout was like 18 okay and he you know taxes or whatever so he was like one vice that I have he was like I I I always had a fascination for cars. I always loved cars. I was always a vehicle connoisseur. So that's one thing I've gotten really into since I've won the uh, the Powerball for 30 million. So now I actually own sixty-five cars. Oh, shit. And I was like, Oh, this nigga done spent the whole eighteen <laughs> mil. So he took him into his garage yeah. and he was like, This is my ninety-five Bronco, this is my ninety-four Corvette. I'm like, Oh, he bought a sixty squatters. <laughs> like this nigga's crazy
1: this is my 97 Astro he bought, van. <laughs> he bought every car he wanted when he was coming up. Right. Every single one. Dog, he had fucking luminous, all kinds of just bullshit in there. I'm like, Yo, this thing is crazy. That was funny as shit. But I got nothing else. I got nothing else, We're man. We're going to Patreon. Yes. Uh, visit the website, uh, officialtrpe.com. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon if you haven't yet. Patreon.com backslash officialtrpe. It's no more smoke with Patreon. We love Patreon. It's up. It's up. They paid us. Uh, Slide over to OT. It's going to be OT8. Me and Matt talking some more stuff. I don't know what we're talking about, but we'll figure it out when we get there. Peace. Peace.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles
1: and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.